man. Oh, man. Oh, man. What a oh, crazy week. You know, shout outs to Nick Spaces. Shout outs to Trippy, man. These dudes, they was running the space earlier, and I was on my way to work. And I couldn't even, I couldn't even give the take that I really wanted to give. Because I was on my way, good afternoon, miss. You know, I was on my way to work and stuff. So now that I'm at work and I'm actually situated and stuff, yo, what's up, fellas? And now that I'm at work and I'm actually situated, now I can actually talk basketball. Um, shout out to everybody, though, that's tuning in. Hopefully, people could join in as the day goes along. I think something is wrong with Twitter. Twitter is tweaking right now. I don't know what's up with Twitter. Hey, good afternoon, Miss Chantel. I'm good. You too, Miss. Um, I don't know what's up with Twitter right now, but it's bugging. Um, for me, let's get right into it, man. You know, the Knicks play the Hawks today. And it's been a couple of debates today. You know, usual people. We talking about Leon Rose and we talking about what has he done for the team and, you know, People criticism of R.J. Barrett. You know, me, I try to take the criticism of R.J. Barrett. I take it in stride. I try not to, like, boss anybody around when they actually talking about the kid. And I try to just let them be. Um, I don't even try to battle people no more about it. Because when I'm looking at the Knicks and I see that Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson – is my team's best basketball players. I can't go around and have my chest poking out and thinking that I'm stronger than everybody else and thinking that I could do this and I'm the big bad wolf. And it's, this is why I don't like talking down on other teams. I don't like disrespecting other teams. I don't like, I don't like when Nick fans say, oh, well, Julius Randle, he's better than this player or, or Jalen Brown. I, I don't like none of that shit. I hate that shit, actually. Reason why I hate that shit, yo, what's up, man? The reason why I hate that shit is because we haven't gotten out of the first round in 22 years. So people need to show respect when respect needs to be given. And talking bad about any other team, while you're a Knicks fan, I feel like that's very disrespectful. It's very disingenuous. It's very, it's, it's very unbecoming of Knicks fans to do it. So that's why I try to stay away from that. That's why I try to show praise to other teams whenever the whenever I get the chance. Because when you show praise, good things come back to you. And I only want good karma, man. I don't want bad karma. I don't want my Knicks to go through any dangerous injuries. I want my Knicks to succeed. So in order for the Knicks to succeed, I feel like you absolutely need to have good energy and bring good karma. Good afternoon, man. Hey, I'm good on you. Um, my number is 88812. Yes, ma'am. You're welcome. So, my bad. I'm at, I'm actually at work right now, so y'all going to be hearing a lot of crazy things while I'm here. But at the same time, you know, I hate when Nick fans come on um, Twitter and, and try to tell other Nick fans how to fan or try to throw shots and, and, and say, oh, well, you know, there was negative Knicks Twitter that, can, that, that, that said that this player did this and this player did that. Leave ne negative Knicks Twitter alone. They ain't thinking about your ass. Leave other people takes alone. Like, I, I, I genuinely hate 
when people come on the app and they just bring up, sorry, miss, and they just bring up everybody else's take and bring up how right they are. Like, bro, relax, bro. This is not a fucking contest. It's not a contest between nobody. But y'all be trying to make it a contest. And it becoming corny and lame to me. Like After a while, it's like, yo, Jamal, what's, what's up, bro? This shit. <laughs> he crazy. And, and that, that should be lame to me, man. Y'all got to stop this shit, man. Of this, oh, I'm better and, and I'm this and I'm right. And yeah, nobody's right and nobody's wrong. It's an opinion. But you could always back up your case with facts or stats or eye tests. You can you could do either or in one of the three. And when you do one of the three, you can easily have a conversation. NYK mentality, what's up, man? I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this time Thibodeau bullshit today, bro. I'm not nah, don't worry. Stay no, listen, man. I just want to introduce real, real quick. I'm gonna let you eat. I'm gonna mute myself. I'm gonna let you talk as much as you want. But the reason why because I know you're gonna give tips on love. The reason why I don't respect what Tibbs is doing for me personally, bro, is because of the way the offense is run, the ISO offense, and I feel like the players that we have is getting it out the mud, one. Two, Jalen Brunson, we didn't develop Jalen Brunson. We got Jalen Brunson when he was already kind of developed, and we got him at 26, right? We got Randall at 24. So we're getting guys who we never had and our developmental stable, and these guys are prospering on our team. It took Randall four years. Okay, cool. But it only took Brunson as soon as he came into our squad. And, you know, those type of things bother me when I hear people say, trade RJ for Zach Levine. Randall, Zach Levine, Brunson will never win a championship. So I don't like talking about that, right? That's fuckery to me. And three, I don't like the fact NYK mentality that we try to give Tibbs more credit than he deserves. I think we need to give the players more credit for what they're doing. These players are playing in an offense that's anemic, in my opinion, right? You gave me the stats about how our offense is elite, and I told you my rebuttal was the Knicks have the most elite, boring offense I've ever seen, evident behind the highest offensive rating we've had in 20 years. So those type of things bother me. Jalen Brunson not passing the ball a lot bothers me, right? Julius Randle not defending bothers me. R.J. Barrett playing like Ruben Patterson bothers me. Some of these things bothers me. And then the Josh Hart thing, ow, that shit hurt a little bit. And then the Josh Hart thing is, my last thing in NYK you could go, is when you have a guy like Josh Hart, good afternoon, man. Hey, I'm good. I'm good. When you have a guy like Josh Hart, right, we're going to pay him $15 million. That's where he's going to want, right? We know he's going to want $15 million per. My question to Nick Field was, so what are you going to do with OB and Quickly? Because Quickly is going to want his money. He's going to want his $18 million. And OB Toppin, if I'm OB Toppin, I'm from Brooklyn, I'm not staying in New York killing my career playing 12 minutes a game when I know I'm better than what Thibodeau was giving me. So we get Josh Hart. What are we going to do with Quickly and Obi? I'm scared a little bit. I'm scared. That's all. NYK, go ahead, man. 
Yeah, and I just want to introduce myself, right? New York Mentality. I'm reporting live from Madison Square Garden. Right now, I'm in the lobby waiting for my two best men, Tom Thibodeau and Leon Rose. And we're going to have a conversation with James Dolan. Now, I'm just kidding. But uh, what, what I really wanted to um, address, right, is every space I go into, no matter which one it is, I keep hearing our fan base talking about these make-believe superstars. And they want to gut our entire roster, right, and get rid of... R.J. Barrett and Obi Toppin and Grimes and Quickly and multiple draft picks. But my question is this. These are nine superstars, right? Jokic, Embiid, Tatum, James Harden, Damian Lillard, John Morant, Devin Booker, Trey Young, and Luka Doncic. Nine of them. How many uh, championships do they have combined? Zero. So what superstar are the Knicks fans uh, basically raving about? Are, are we going to get – listen, you, let me finish. Let me just finish. Are, are we going to get? Go ahead, go finish. Yeah. And are, yeah. are we going to? Okay, so I just I just mentioned these nine superstars, right? That we mm -hmm. all rave about, right? And want to gut the whole roster for. Well, they've never won any championships, all nine of them. And then, what superstar is going to bless us? You think Milwaukee's is going to give us a uh, Greek freak? You think we could go back to 2010 and make LeBron James make his decision again? Like, I don't understand what the superstar talk is. I just look at it like this: we've got two all-star caliber players, right? Brunson and Julius Randle. Julius is ranked number seventh in, in, in MVP voting right now. I think we got the two franchise cornerstone players in their prime at 26 and 28. And I just want to build around these dudes. I want to see what R.J. Barrett could be when he's 26, like uh, Brunson is today. And I want to see in two or three years what Grimes develops into and Emmanuel quickly. And we could keep all these guys. Josh Hart, too. We got their bird rights, man. So I, I just want to know what type of superstar we expect to be able to get that's going to guarantee us a championship That because they're not winning championships for their team. Yo, for me, um, the superstar talk bothers me personally. And I hate hey, it. Listen, like, yo, NYK, like, when me and Ari, shout out to Ari, man, I got my phone in my scrub shirt. So if any one of you guys want to just cut me off and speak, you could go ahead. Um, but, you know, for me, for guys like me, Ari, and other guys, the reason why we still ask questions about the Knicks is because we got a, I got a firm understanding. And, and NYK, you could disagree with me if you want, and you can explain your point. But I think I got a firm understanding of what is a championship one option. What is a championship two option? And what is a championship three option? And when I look at guys like Randall and, and, and Brunson, I love what they're doing. I'm not going to poo-poo what they're doing. This shit is special. This is the first two. This is the first Knicks duo to each have 15 plus games of 30 points each. This is special, right? But at the same time, it's like, you want I, I want to be special, but I want to win championships, man. I want to. I want to feel what it tastes like to to be to play in the finals. Nineties Knicks fans got that taste twice and got stepped on, and they got stepped on respectfully. Um, you know, you had John Starks who went two for eighteen. We we we're not going to continue to indulge in that. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine where Patrick Ewing he got hurt in the finals, so we not even going. No, he got hurt before the finals. So they didn't even have Patrick Ewing to go against Tim Duncan and David Robinson. So it, 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 it's not like y'all experience winning, but y'all had a generational talent. We don't have that right now in the Knicks. And when it comes to R.J. Barrett, I love R.J. Barrett, right? People can, y'all rightfully so, like y'all could judge him the way I want. Rightfully so, my boy looking like Ruben Patterson, 
he stinks right now. Like RJ Barrett genuinely stinks. Oh. At the same time, while RJ Barrett is thinking, I try to tell people like, yo, he's 22. You got Jalen Brunson when Jalen Brunson was 28. And you got Julius Randle when Julius Randle was 24. So how about you give some of these other Knicks some 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 time to actually develop? I'll give you another example. A guy like a guy like Quentin Grimes, right? When I look on the timeline, I don't see I don't see many many uh Quentin Grimes criticisms when when it comes to Quentin Grimes. Um my boy just had one point and my boy just had eight points. If that was a guy like he who I shall not name right now, I will be seeing it all over Nick's Twitter news. So when I try to uh, uh hold these boys accountable equally, that's what I'll be talking about when it comes to calling Grimes Quentin Nilakina or calling RJ Barrett. Ruben Patterson. Like, I try to hold these boys accountable down the line. When, and, and it be whack sometimes. Like, because now certain Nick fans, I know they be like, yo, I don't even want to say what I got to say. Like, if I really want to criticize a player, because I know somebody going to come under my tweet and say I'm a bad fan or say this or, or, or call me a bad word or a bad name. That should be whack. That should be whack. That's why I be trying to like say whatever I want to say. No, I, I love your uh, appreciation and just like your patience with RJ Barrett. I respect the man, and in no way in a million years will I ever uh, compare RJ Barrett to Michael Jordan. I just want to show how impatient our Knicks franchise is. People don't realize that Michael Jordan wasn't undefeated. Floyd Mayweather, his first six years in the league, he got eliminated. Right, he didn't win his championship until I think he was twenty-eight years old in his seventh year. His first three years in the league. They made the playoffs in the Eastern Conference with losing below 500 records. People don't realize that. Jordan went through his struggles. He didn't just come in the league and start taking his team to the finals, man. He had first three years, they made the playoffs in a in a below 500. But he had six years of development. Once he learned how to win, he was the greatest ever. Won six in a row, right? And I, I just look at R.J. Barrett like, He's 22 years old. There's rookies in the league that's older than him right now. What he's accomplished in the NBA as far as points, rebounds, and assists, by the time he's 23, it's only been done by six players in NBA history, right? So I just want to, you know, give R.J. Barrett a little bit of a room and just let him develop, you know, however he develops. I'm not looking to just uh, trade players like like last year, Randall. Randall was 27 and uh, Madison Square Garden was booing him and he was throwing a thumbs down. But look what happened in the offseason. He got his mind right. And thank God we didn't quit on him in the offseason, you know. And then in regard to like roster, you were just talking about the 90s Knicks. I love having homegrown talent. But in the in the 90s, we didn't have any homegrown talent. We had Patrick Ewing and, and, and that was it. John Starks wasn't homegrown. Um, Allen Houston wasn't homegrown. Charles Oakley wasn't homegrown. Anthony Mason wasn't homegrown. None of our players, oh, then it went to Spreewell, wasn't homegrown. We, we just made right decisions with free agents, and we built the right players around Patrick Ewan to, to go to war with Patrick Ewan. And that's what I want to see with Randall and Brunson. They not, might not be Ewing or, or even Mark Jackson in his prime, but I just want to see our front office just put the right players around these dudes. And the last thing I want to say is someone like Josh Hart, I'm a big fan of statistics. Before we got Josh Hart, it's a small sample size, two games. But our uh, three-pointers... Our defensive three-pointers, we were 28th in the league, right, in three-pointers made against us. Teams are just letting the three-ball fly on us. Well, since we've gotten Josh Hart, um, we're number one in the league in three-point percentage allowed and three-pointers made a game. 
um, allowed. So he's already making a difference on the perimeter. And, you know, we got to think, these four kids on the perimeter right now, uh, Barrett is 22, Grimes is 22, McBride is 22 but no longer playing. You know, and, and now we got a veteran to actually that's relentless on defense, and it's already showing, man, how he's improving on overall defense. So long story short, I just really me, I'm not a fan of a superstar because I don't think the team is just going to give it, give him to us. You know, I just want to build around uh, Brunson, who's playing out of his mind, all star level. Julius Randle playing out of his mind, all star level, and I want to develop these kids around him, like RJ and Grimes. And even Obi Top, and I just want to develop these kids around them, and then add little pieces like Hart here and there. And I promise you, man, we're going to be a perennial playoff team, and anything can happen in the playoffs. So the one thing I will say, I love your take just now. Um, me, I've always been a proponent of playing the kids and, and and building through the kids and building through the draft. At the same time, there's people like me. Now, I say this: if Brunson and Randall was like two other different NBA players, like actual superstars. I think you will have more people on board with them too, um, and not, and less skeptical. But since they're not superstars, and the way that the Knicks, well, not you per se, but well, people who actually think like Randall and, and Brunson is two superstars or stars or whatever they may be, I think. That's kind of the issue with a lot of people like me is because I, I know for a fact, like, not even for a fact. This is an opinion. This can't be fact. But what I've been saying about Randall for the past three, four years is he's a championship three option. He's a player who, if he's your third option, you can win a championship for sure. If he's your first option, you is far, 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 far away. And that is the reason why, like, I don't. Like, y'all could, y'all could give me all the statistics you want. I know Randall's averaging 25 and 10. I know he's having a great season, but, like, I still don't I still don't believe. And the reason why I don't believe is because I know for a fact Randall and Brunson in a championship situation would not average what they're averaging right now. Now, we could we, – we could, they could always prove us wrong. They could always prove people like me and Ari and Jay. They could always prove us wrong. But will they prove us wrong? History tells me hell no. Because when is the last time a six-foot point guard been the best player on a championship team? That was about 30, 40 years ago with Isaiah Thomas. So when people tell me, like, you know, Jalen Brunson, he's averaging 30. Okay. It's, um, it's cute. You know, it's nice that he's averaging 30 for the past month for January. Uh, but what does that equal to? Does that equal to the Knicks trading R.J. Barrett for Zach Levine? And then I got to really just watch the Knicks for entertainment because I know for a fact Zach Levine and Randall and Brunson will never win the championship together. Or is it, um, you know, the Knicks got a new big three and Josh Hart, uh, 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 Jalen Brunson and Randall? Because when I, when I look at it, this shit look like a lot of fuckery. If you really, like, peek what the Knicks is doing. I don't like the way the Knicks do business. When I'm hearing fucking podcasts and shit and people say, yo, you don't got to bring up Reddish no more. Uh, uh, all right, cool. I respect what you say. You know, Julito say, yo, you don't have sex. Well, I'm literally in the bed. I got a female. We, she's watching what she's watching. I'm watching the Portland game. But people get mad. Josh Hart. You didn't hear about minutes. 
You didn't hear about earn it. You didn't hear about, oh, he got to learn the playbook. He just got his minutes. Nobody's questioning it. Nobody's putting out paragraphs upon why Josh Hart is just exactly getting his minutes out of the gate. And I find it very interesting. So when I see people just come in here, their agent is Aaron Mintz, the same agent, CAA, Mafia, Goon Squad, Josh Hart. Oh, the first time he coming into the Knicks game, everybody's shaking ass. How the fuck Josh Hart earned his minutes? Then you got company men coming under my tweet. Oh, Josh Hart earned his minutes because um, he's a proven NBA player. What is a proven NBA player to you? What is your standards? Right. Well, I mean, he had 19 rebounds against us when he played us. No, I no, mean, I, he no, 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 NYK, I understand he had 19 rebounds. I could give a fuck about that. You know why? Because I know Josh Hart, Brunson, and Randall were never winning championships. And I know for a fact that Knicks management will place Josh Hart, Randall, and, and, and Brunson in roles they shouldn't be in. I still have this issue with Randall. On no planet, you put Randall as the face of your franchise and tell the fan base, we are trying to win a championship. No, you are not. That is a fact. But yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I do agree, man, about Julius Randall. If he's a number one option, he might not never be able to win a championship, but he will be a great number two option. Because no, he will not be a number two no, option. No, you know no, why? Let me just, let me just, just finish. I, I no, want to no, make no, a no, comparison. No, no, no. Okay, Greek. This is why. No, no, no. I want you to answer this question. No, no, no. NYK, to hell with all of that. NYK, you need to answer my question. You're on my space right now, brother. You're going to answer my question. Name me the championship two option within the past 20 years. Randall would be a championship two option on that said championship team. Name me the team. Milwaukee Bucks, because he's better than Chris Middleton. That's why I got a mutual again. That's why I got me through. I, I can't. I can't do this shit. I can't do. Nick and Native. These are the type of people we gotta deal with on Nick's Twitter. I can't. I'm not doing that. He better than Chris Kobe Middleton. On what planet? You do coke, bro, or heroin? This is what I mean, yo. You Nick fans. When I played half of the shit that y'all say, and I let y'all talk while I'm at work, my coworkers literally laugh at y'all, bro. Like, laugh. Like, like, yo, yo, Vesta, he really said that out loud? Yes, he really did say that. Y'all gotta stop this shit, man. He ain't better than Chris Kobe Middleton, brother. NYK, don't even unmute yourself. He ain't better than Chris Kobe. NYK, do not mute yourself, man. Keep yourself (laughs) muted. I just said, I just said, keep yourself muted, man. Keep yourself muted, man. We not doing this right now, man. Mm-mm. He ain't better than Chris Kobe Middleton. Mm-mm. You could do that on KCDA. You could do that on Nashville. Mm-mm. Not mine. Mm-mm. We not, I don't. I don't. I don't listen to Poppycock talk. I'm gonna keep it a thousand with you, brother. Udoka, what's up, Udoka? What's up? How you doing, man? Oh my God, my ears are fucking bleeding. I'm in pain. <laughs> I mean, he starts off giving a list of whatever it was, seven or nine superstars and saying how none of them have ever won anything. So why would we be in the market, right? Before I even get a chance to 
name a, a list of legendary players that won tons of championships when they were finally surrounded by the right pieces. He then he then has the absolute gall to start talking about how Jordan never won anything early on in his career until he was surrounded by Rodman and Pippen and other various players and Grant, and then he started winning shit. It, 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 I just I just can't. I don't know what sort of oh my god what sort of school of fucking ass backwards logic and then oh i want to keep everyone i want to develop grimes i want to develop iq i want to develop rj i want to keep everyone i want to build through the draft what the fuck how does that happen how does that work how does that work everyone gets drafted everyone gets paid everyone gets developed and we have a team of what 75 kids on the floor at one time and a payroll of four trillion like it doesn't work that way. It just does not work that way. I, I just I, I I mean, you know, he 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 went he went light on the cam and, and Tib shit, so I'm not gonna even bother, but I just it takes a lot for me to feel the need to raise my hand and say something. And um you know, I realize that spaces don't have any perma ban feature, but they ought to. So that's it. That's all I got. Yo, I try. I, I, that was classic. That was classic. That, Yo, NYK that, is an MSG mole. Said. I, no, I just no. figured that out already. He's a he's a plant because that dude says the most outrageous shit. <laughs> Makes absolutely no fucking sense. The shit that comes out of his mouth is like, you know. <laughs> Well, I, I'm going to make one more take, and then I'm not going to wait to make one more take on my space, brother. I already said you was done, brother. We're not doing that, brother. I don't know what spaces y'all be on where y'all could just goon and talk. When, when just, you're not doing that. You doka can, can continue to speak. You're going to shut the hell up. If she's done speaking, then it's South turn. It's not your turn right now. You have to be quiet. You doka. Finish your take. We're not doing that right now. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Um, no, you know, I just um, look. I I I think R.J. Barrett doesn't doesn't work in this context. And uh, and you know, am I gonna regret him going somewhere else and starting to, you know, ball out? No, I'm not. Um, I don't. You know, I think we're stuck with Randall. We have a team that um, that has made him the priority, and um, and Brunson is 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 very and I love Brunson, and Brunson is very ball dominant. So, you know, it's it's a very it's it's not an easy sort of it's not it's not a situation where uh, it's not like Shaquille O'Neal, right? If I want to go back to like guys that won many championships and it took finally surrounding them with the right pieces, right? It's not like when Shaq finally had Kobe, right? It's like, it's, it's not an obvious Batman and Robin situation. It's not someone that plays as well on ball as they do off ball. It's just, um, it's a cluttered, uh, it's a cluttered situation right now. And, um, and it's not easy the sort of mental gymnastics in my head that I close my eyes, I try to think about moves or switches that we could make without giving up the guys that we're committed to in Randall and Brunson and imagine what a, a, a real contending team would look like. It's very, very hard. Randall is the obstacle in my mind. And I, I, I think, you know, that 
I, I honestly, I, I know I've heard on every single space this guy is in that he's, you know, trending seventh in MVP voting from, you know, I don't even know who the fuck is, you know, from, from all these crazy, it's probably him. He's probably spending 24 hours a day voting, voting, voting over and over and over again for, for Julius Randle. I don't know. I don't know what it means, but I don't honestly think there's another team that would give up anything of any substance for Julius Randle, right? I mean, I, I, you know, at one stage earlier in the year, the Suns had a, you know, a Jay Crowder issue and were expressing interest in, in you know, a, a power forward. And I thought maybe we could get Mikkel Bridges, right? And obviously Randall's been playing better. I still don't think we could, on the basis of his play since early in the year, I still don't think that we could ever net something better than a Mikkel Bridges. It's just, it's he's not a contemporary player that, that slides in easily on anyone's team. So this is, you know, not uh, directly in response to MYK's, you know, nonsense. It's just more sort of a uh, soliloquy on, on why I think we're many years away and many moves away from ever being a contender. Um, not to say we're not a fun team to watch and these wins aren't enjoyable and Josh Hart doesn't, you know, bust his ass. Um, I, I'll, one more thing that really pissed me off was, Tibbs, um, I don't know whether it was this last game or two games ago, Josh Hart was interviewed and he's a sweet kid. And he said, look, you know, I've been waiting and I've been in these various situations under multiple head coaches and I've never had the green light, you know, to go ahead and do more than, you know, be a pest on defense. I, I don't remember exactly. He was limited. He wasn't given the green light to do, you know, the variety of things he's able to do here. And, you know, then Tibbs was interviewed and, and I guess they followed up with him and said something like, you know, uh, Josh Hart was saying he has the green light and he's like, he gives this sort of like grin and shake, you know, shakes his head to the sides like he's got shit coming out of his teeth. He's so pleased. And he says, uh, ultra green light, ultra green light. You know, it's just, you know the hypocrisy with Tibbs telling kids they have to fight their way into the rotation. They have to earn it every day. And then a guy shows up off the plane and he slotted in like first class without any mileage built up or any, um, any, you know, it just, it's gotta be so fucking demoralizing for these kids that have been put at the back of the line, at the back of the line, told one thing again and again and again, you know, wait your turn, wait for somebody to lose a leg in an accident. So you've got a chance to step onto the fucking floor. Uh, and, you know, then we're going to ship somebody in from Portland and I'm going to you know, do double talk effectively. And every sort of principle I've ever instilled in you is going to go out the window. Um, my heart hurt not to be overly dramatic, but it hurt. It was a gut punch. Um, and I was sort of hoping, you know, that some of the younger guys weren't hearing it because, um, you know, at some stage, the locker room is just going to fucking implode. It's a miracle. The character of these kids that it hasn't happened already. So that's, oh. that's, 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 sorry. I was a little bit all over the place. My, my thoughts are. No, you do it because I made that point earlier. You may, um, about the fact that Barry. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Barrett was more of an asshole so he could start some drama, but you know, I mean, or, or less of a cornball so he could start some drama because they need a shakeup. Um, I try to thank you, thank you, um, you I appreciate you, man. More ladies need to come up and speak. I don't like when males 
interrupt women while they're talking basketball. You have to shut the fuck up when women are speaking when, you, when they're talking basketball. Because I'm sick of hearing you dudes. Too much testosterone, too much X chromosome, whatever that shit. Why? It, it's too much for me sometimes. I need to hear the women speak so we can calm our nerves a little bit. You ever notice when the women speak, we all calm, we all respectful, you know? Um, NYK, I love you, brother. But a lot of that shit, be, you be saying, be some bullshit, man. It ain't no planet where I think Tom Thibodeau is going to take this team any further than what he got us now. I'm not amused by regular season wins. This team only got one playoff win in the past 23 years. This team don't deserve to have company men. But we have company men because we're the largest market in America. The thing that bothers me the most about Josh Hart's minutes is he was just gifted minutes. I understand he's a he's a great I understand he's an established NBA player, but I'm so with Cam Reddish in Portland, bro. I just said, I just said, I just said, NYK, respect my gangster. You don't respect my gangster. When Pete, you see how Ari got his hand raised, and I'm looking straight at his shit at work. You don't respect my gangster. I don't know why you keep trying to cut me off, brother. Respect my gangster, brother. That's all. Respect. You could you could eat all day, brother. When I'm giving a sermon, you have to shut the fuck up, bro. You have to. Now, like I was saying, you know, I want to love what the Knicks is doing. I want to love what they're doing. But I still have to ask these questions. Nobody has yet to answer this question on Knicks Twitter. And Ari, I need you to answer this question before you even start your sermon. If we get Josh Hart. And Shannon, you was ignoring the question, so I need to ask Ari the question because Shannon don't want to answer the question. I asked him about five, six times. He just ignoring my shit like I'm some little homie. So, Ari, we got Josh Hart. He's getting paid $12 million right now. He's about to get paid $15 million per season. What does that mean for Obi Toppin and Quickly? Because we know Quickly is going to get his $18 million. And we know Obi Toppin is going to want compensation for being the bench rat for three years. So if you give Josh Hart his $15 million, are you willing to go over the cap and spend luxury tax for this team with no superstar on it? That is a liability and that is a loss. So anybody who's sold anything, stocks, bonds, drugs, weed, coke, sniff, heroin, anybody who sold anything, that is a loss. You don't spend and go into the luxury tax for this team. So, Ari, I need to know, what is the deal? What are we going to pay Josh Hart? We spent two first-round picks to bring him to the Knicks because, obviously, we spent the first-round pick to get Cam Reddish. And we spent another first-round pick to get Josh Hart. So that's two first-round picks. Don't let company men try to fool you into thinking it's not two first-round picks. It's two first-round picks. So a hey, 10th best record in the league. I'm out of here. I'm, I'm going to let you live, NYK. I'm going to let you live. We, we the 10th best record. I ain't going with you. We the 10th best record. You the 10th best record. I respect it. I respect it. I just lost $20 to Tremel. Because I betted against the Knicks versus the Nets. I really wanted the Knicks to beat the shit out of the Nets. So I, I, I had to bet that money. Reverse jinx. But, Ari, what's up, man? How you doing, bro? What up, State? Side check. South side. Jay from Florida. Dougie. Todd. Everybody else here. Salute to everyone. Um, 
<clears throat> well, listen, to answer your question, um, I mean, they're obviously going to pay Josh Hart. Um, I would assume that since Leon Rose was his former agent, they already have a, a deal lined up, probably in the round $15 million range. Like you said, that the luxury tax situation is an interesting situation. I'm not an expert on it, but um, I know that it's a uh, every year you're in the luxury tax, the tax gets more and more and more. So in the first year, the luxury tax isn't too bad. In the second year, it gets worse. And by the fourth year, it's like fucking crazy how much you pay in the luxury tax. Um, so, yeah, I mean, listen to what to what New York Nick mentality is thinking. First of all, he said so many just illogical things. He said anything can happen in the playoffs. That's not that's not true. That's just factually incorrect. It's not March Madness. It's not the NFL playoffs. It's a seven game series and typically the best team wins. Unless, you know, you have a situation where the Raptors and then Clay Thompson goes down and then Draymond goes down or whatever. Or Steph, I think, broke his whatever. Unless that's the situation, the best team usually wins in basketball, right? And his whole mentality, like to what Side Chick was saying, like, oh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna sign everybody and we're gonna develop everybody and then, you know, we're gonna take our steps and then, you know, anything that happens in the playoffs is just wrong. That's what happened to Houston. That's what happened to Utah. That's, they, that's what happens. These teams, they have the best record. Utah was the number one seed many of times, right? Same with Utah, uh, Houston. They won 60-something games, right? And it's not enough. And what happens is they build up that team. It's not enough. And then they have to tear it down. So instead of – so they rebuild and then they invest into something that's not enough. They tear it down and they have to do it again. And that's how you have these 10-year cycles of complete ineptitude. Or not ineptitude, but just not winning a championship. The goal is to win a championship, right? I would have rather done the real rebuild. Now, listen, Jalen Brunson's the best player this, te- this team's had since Carmelo Anthony, in my opinion. Great signing. Not going to knock him, right? But a real rebuild to all the fans that think, oh, the Knicks are, you know, these guys are re- these guys are getting better under Tibbs. They're 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 building. They're 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 developing. Whatever. A real rebuild does not require you signing. Julius Randle to a max contract, all right, with our team full of young guys, right, clearing picks and cap space to bring in Jalen Brunson, right, and then trading another pick to bring in Josh Hart. That's not a rebuild because it's not just about the minutes these people, these young guys play. It's about the opportunity and what role they're in. Julius Randle, right, he said he could be a number two option. That's obviously ridiculous. No one honestly thinks that. But let's assume that he could be a number three option. Just because you're a good player doesn't mean you make a good number three option. Look at Russell Westbrook. He was the former MVP. He was Mr. Triple-Double. Fucking um, When he was in his prime, he was amazing. But he proved that his skill set does not lend itself to playing the third option, right? It doesn't work because he's so ball-dominant. He can't shoot that well, right? Um, you know, he's a little helter-skelter, right? It doesn't work, right? The third options that did make it work, Kevin Love, Chris Bosh, Kevin Love averaged 26 points, 13 fucking rebounds, and four and a half assists his last season in Minnesota. Okay? Beast. Like, fucking beast, all right? He ends up going to Cleveland, playing that third role. What does Kevin Love do? He's a, he's a, he's a sniper. He's a, he shoots 38% from three. So he was able to fit in that role. And if you look at any interviews with Kevin Love or Chris Bosh, the amount of sacrifice those guys had to, to make in order to be the third option, 
is something I'm not sure Julius Randle is willing to do, number one. And even if he is willing to do that, I don't think he has the skill set. He's not a sniper like Chris Bosh. He's not a sniper like fucking, um, you know, Kevin Love, right? So Chris I don't Bosch think protect the rim, brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I don't, I just don't think he has that skill set. I think I think Julius Randle is more of the skill set where he needs the ball in his hands, right? Like a third option is someone who like who doesn't necessarily need the ball in his hands, but could shoot really good threes. And play really good defense and, um, you know, switch one through four, something like that. And, um, you know, get his own bucket at times. That's a good three option, right? So I don't think Julius Randle could fit that third option role anyway, right? A real rebuild. If the Knicks, to the fans that are listening, want to know what a real rebuild is. A real rebuild is getting R.J. Barrett as the number three pick, okay? Never extending Julius Randle. Not signing Jalen Brunson. Instead, letting Emmanuel quickly play point guard for an entire year like he should have last year, right? But Tibbs is trying to win now. Let Emmanuel quickly play. Let RJ get be the focal point of the offense. I'm not even an RJ fan. I don't think he's going to be that good. I don't think he's going to be that bad. I don't know. Obviously, the Knicks are misu- misusing him because he is a high-usage player. But that's what a real rebuild is like. Giving Obi Toppin 35 minutes a night, your lottery pick, right? Not bringing in win-now players like Jalen Brunson and, um, you know, Julius Randle. Getting up in the draft, right? Making your draft picks. Giving it three to five years to develop. That's what a real development looks like, right? Now, that doesn't mean that because – that doesn't mean that these kids can't still develop on this team. I mean, Emmanuel quickly has, right? The thing about Emmanuel quickly, though, is he can play on ball and off ball. That's what Jalen Brunson said in one of his interviews, how special that is. So for him, quickly has the skill set where he can adapt to his environment. He can adapt to the team and still perform at a pretty good level, right? R.J. Barrett doesn't have that skill set, right? I was arguing with this guy yesterday um, in, in, in a space saying like, you know, listen, you got to do what you got to do to stay on the floor. You got to improve certain parts of your game. And listen, that's true. No one's saying that, but. Asking Obi Toppin to be a three-point shooter <laughs> when he's literally the most athletic, one of the most athletic bigs in the entire league who, who, who literally dominated college basketball playing inside the paint and doing through-the-legs dunks, it's not, that's not putting him in the best position to succeed, right? It's not prioritizing development, right? So you can still have development without prioritizing it, but I, I feel you need to prioritize development in order to really, you know, maximize the full return on this team. Listen, the damage is done. We're a win-now team. We, we, we all know this, right? You know, half these guys are going to be gone. They're going to get traded for the next superstar. I'm telling you right now, unless that superstar is Giannis, Luka, Jokic, Embiid, maybe SGA, maybe, um, you know, it, it's not going to be enough. You could throw Zach Levine on this team, and it's not a championship team, right? So that's just, that's just how it is. I hear people saying, oh, you know, Tibbs is going to be the Mark Jackson. He's going to set the culture. He's going to give us that level of, uh, you know, sustained playoff competition. But no one fucking bothers to ask who's going to be the Steph Curry. (laughs) No one bothers to ask that question, right? (laughs) No one bothers to ask that question, right? Now, because we're not going to be in the lottery, or at least the top end of the lottery, that avenue for getting top end talent is gone, right? It's gone. We're not going to get a top five pick, so that's gone, right? We don't have any cap space right now. Not that there are any free agents anyway, but we can't sign someone, right? So the only avenue left to be a real championship team, right? 
because I don't, I'm not like New York Knicks mentality. I, I, not, not everything can happen in the playoffs. The best team fucking wins, all right? And that's where people get exposed are in the playoffs. A la Paul George, James Harden. They've gotten exposed. James Harden, people say he's a top seven scorer of all time. Can't do shit in the playoffs. Well, well, because he gets exposed. Playoffs is a different game, right? So, you know, those, those we have, like, it's great the Knicks are doing well. In the future, maybe this winning culture can get us a superstar that wants to come here that we could trade for. Maybe. I don't see that superstar available. Booker's staying with KD at least for the next two years or however long KD's deal is. Whatever. But in order to win a championship, you need the guy, right? And as awesome as Jalen Brunson's been, he's not fucking he's, – he's, he's not LeBron James, bro. So it's like, how are we going to get that guy? People are more concerned about, oh, Josh Hart, you know, he's Brings the Don Starks intensity. Like, come on, bro. Like, what? Yeah. Like, if we're gonna really do something, we gotta do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's the take, man. Yo, I appreciate you, Ari. I appreciate you for joining me today. Um, as far as like Josh Carter's concerned, like the Knicks fan base have just this infinity for journeyman vets. It's been like this for me for about 20 years. So when I see stupid ass. Uh, 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 polls when I see fans they vote more for Josh Hart than RJ Barrett when I see like little dumb shit like that or or I see another Knicks podcast who I called out this morning and he said that Josh Hart is better than RJ Barrett when I see little shit like that that's what pisses me off with the fan base right if you want to talk basketball let's talk basketball right if you're going to say to me, well, Zion is better than R.J. Barrett. Okay, he could be better than R.J. Barrett, but will his fat, margin blue ass play more games than R.J. Barrett? Okay, cool. Will John Morant be jumping over the gym for the next six years than R.J. Barrett? Okay, cool. I watched Baron Davis in his prime. You get a good six years from point guards like that, after those six years, it falls off to a tail end. So y'all can love these other basketball players. I'm not interested in trading R.J. Barrett. And the shit that makes me mad the most, you could do the one R.J. Barrett. You could call him out. I call him Ruben Patterson. But what's the end game to that? I want y'all to listen to this real quick. Keep shitting on R.J. Barrett. You could probably think he'll never get anywhere. Okay, cool. Let's say if we trade R.J. Barrett like some of you dumbasses want. You want Zach. So you want Zach Levine who might not be here because he's a clutch client. We already seen what we did to Cam Reddish, so you might as well cut cut clutch clients out of your fucking, fucking brain. But you want Zach Levine to look off Julius Randle for a contested three-point shot while Jalen Brunson is standing in the corner? That's what Nick fans want? Stop talking to me about SGA. SGA team is will be in the play-in this year. And he has a number two overall pick who hasn't played this season who will be playing with OKC next season. So stop talking to me about SGA. Stop talking to me about Devin Booker when they just got Kevin Durant. So your avenues of getting a star is poppycock. Yesterday, fans was talking about, well, the Knicks can save cap space. What cap space? We already capped out. Stop with the bullshit, company man. Jalen Brown, why would Jalen Brown leave Jason Tatum to come to New York? On what planet has a Celtic player became a Knicks player? The last time the Knicks let a Knicks player walk to the Celtics, that was X-Men. That was in the early 90s. You got people still talking about they miss X-Men. Xavier McDaniels. How dare you? How dare you talk about you want Jalen Brown? What the fuck do we want here? We want a championship here? 
Trade R.J. Barrett. I dare you. Trade him. You want Zach Levine, you stupid motherfuckers? Who else you want to trade him for? You want to trade R.J. Barrett for O.J. Ananobi? Some of the stupid shit that I read from Nick Finn, it pisses me off a lot. You dudes is better than this. When I see Jay from Florida calling R.J. Barrett New Door, I don't take that personal. Because he's calling him New Door out of love. How is you not expanding your game four years into the NBA, still have the handle of a five-year-old kid, you still scoring the same way you was your, your rookie year in your fourth year? How? So I can't really call Jay a dumbass for calling him Lou Door. He needs to call him Lou Door. Yo, Steve, <clears throat> you know what the other thing is? And I'm just because I, I have to run in like five minutes, but yes. people are comparing Josh Hart like to Quentin Grimes. And to understand that we saw they kind of play the same position and he's taking Grimes minutes. Yes. But like I said in the speech yesterday, like when Josh Hart was Quentin Grimes' age, he was still at Villanova. Like there's no doubt in my mind that Quentin Grimes, if developed properly, is going to be a much better basketball player than Josh Hart. And that's no disrespect to Josh Hart. I'm just saying, like, from, from just from what I see, but the Knicks fans, they don't have the patience to develop a 21-year-old a, a guy. You don't hit your prime till you're a 27 or some shit. That's six years. They don't have the patience for that. They're like, oh, we got to win now. We got to win now. We got to get the five seed, six seed, bounce out in the first round. It's a very short-sighted way to look at it. The teams that have success go through the development process fully, fully. This is what Utah is doing right now. They're getting all the picks. They traded all their stars, right? We are behind Utah. If, if, I'm telling you what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. The Knicks are going to end up making a big swing. Again, if they don't swing for the the top five players, Luka, Giannis, Jokic, you know, whatever, those I guys. Those guys. They, they're going to swing for Zach Levine, let's say, or Zach Carl Levine Anthony is Towns. He, Zach Levine is clutch. He will All right, Carl Anthony Towns, whatever. It doesn't matter. Don't like Tom Thibodeau. He will not be a Knicks. Whoever the guy is, what's going to end up happening is the Knicks are going to make the playoffs every year. They're going to end up in, you know, they may end up as the one seed in a year, maybe. I don't know. They may end up as the two seed in a year. I have no idea. But what's going to end up happening is it's not going to be enough for the Knicks to win a championship. We're going to waste the next three years of our time trying to compete. And then we're going to realize, oh, shit, we're just the Houston Rockets with James Harden. And we have to rebuild. And then you have to start the whole thing over again. They're always dipping this toe in the rebuild and then trying to compete at the same time. That's not how it works, man, unless you get that generational player. The draft is out, and I don't see – like we're all talking right now, I don't see that generational player. So we – the Knicks fans are just not – they're not capable of sacrificing three to five full years of development, watching R.J. Barrett play like Lou Dort, right, watching fucking Quentin Grimes have one point a game. They just cannot fucking handle it, bro. They just can't. And, and, and that's the problem. That's Dude, if you want to know why it's been 23 years since the Knicks haven't won a championship – it's because they're always trading their draft picks to make win-now moves when they know it's never enough to actually win a championship. And then they get end up stuck. And instead of and they just want to do the same thing again. And the fans perpetuate this nonsense because they're like, oh, look at what we were like the ones. We were really the worst team in the league. Like, we got to be happy for playoff basketball, blah, blah, blah. Listen, that's fine. You'll be happy for playoff basketball. That's okay, man. But you have to give yourself an avenue to get that main guy because it takes one of those guys to win a chip, bro. So it's the lack of patience that's the real issue. Yeah, it's kind of disgusting to me. Um, I find it interesting that, you know, fans was saying that Grimes' defense was so elite 
all this poppycock talk about Grimes' defense. And, you know, I don't really – I don't really – I'm not really the advanced analytic guy. Udoka, um, I got you right now. I'm not really the advanced analytic guy, me personally. But when Jalen Brunson has a 117 defensive rating, Quentin Grimes has a 117 defensive rating. If you think I'm lying, you could go look for yourself, anybody who think I'm lying. And when R.J. Barrett has a 117.9 defensive rating and people talk about people needs to stop other people, you have to shut the fuck up and start talking about the facts. Grimes has been getting dog walked for about two months now, right? I keep hearing people talk about R.J. Barrett's defense. He ain't no better. Jalen Brunson, damn sure ain't no better. He damn sure ain't no better. So, you know, I like what the Knicks are doing, but I don't like the accountability that is being displayed down the line when it comes to Knicks players. And you want to know what else is interesting? You know, Julius Randle defensive rating is 112.8. So Randle defends better than RJ, Grimes, and Brunson. What do I have to make of that? What do I have to make of that? So when, you know, I get these... And, and here's another thing about Knicks Twitter I, I, I've been noticing too. Yo, Self, you're going to love this. I've been criticizing players equally this season where I mentioned Randall, Brunson. I mentioned all the players equally. I noticed that the same Nick accounts follow me under certain tweets. I said to a dude yesterday, you don't support none of my other tweets. But you only come under my tweet when I criticize R.J. Barrett. Why is that, brother? Why is that? What you... What, uh, Go ahead, um, Udoka. My mother. My mother. I, I, I just, I just um, wanted to. I, I did a bit of quick research to see whether James Dolan has ever said anything on the luxury tax issue since MSG became a, a public company, and he, he said in 2018 <laughs> that um, he actually felt strongly. I'm gonna try to quote one second. He felt strongly that the Knicks were capable of building and winning, building a championship team uh, and winning the championship, yeah, winning a championship without going over the luxury tax. He said, if it means we can win a champion, oh, okay. Uh, acknowledge the importance of being fiscally responsible. He said, if it means we can win a championship and we're in the position to do it, we'll spend what it takes, but we're also trying to be fiscally responsible. We're looking to build a team for the long term, <laughs> not just for one season. Uh, Dolan has also indicated that he believes the Knicks can be successful without going over the luxury tax threshold. In a 2018 interview with The Athletic, he said, I think we can win without having to go into the luxury tax. I think we can build a team that's championship, that's a championship team without doing that. I mean, um, I don't know of any other teams that, you know, are, are essentially tracking stocks right that are publicly traded that are essentially tracking stocks for a team but he's going to be really hard pressed obviously you know there are teams that have won championships that you know have not gone into the luxury tax and they've done it through the draft and clearly that's not what we're doing so it's it's, it's nearly impossible to imagine a scenario where we're uh, contending for um, a championship without being you know well into the luxury tax um so i just wanted to toss that in there and, and say that, you know, basically reading between the lines, the guy's not willing to go into the luxury tax, A. And then B, a separate issue with this guy, MYK mentality. Here's my conclusion. He jumps into spaces 
and he wants to, you know, blither and scream into the abyss and get his takes off. And then the second people just have had enough, he jumps off, right? He's not here to listen or to learn or to absorb uh, facts from other people to benefit from, from their takes. And I feel like as long as he's not like an actual member of this community, but he's just here to come in and, and blither nonsense, fucking crazy nonsense, and then just leave, that that's not a respectful member of, of, of this community. I mean, I don't want to, you know, turn this into, you know, some uh, elite, uh, some elite, no. it ought not, you know, be considered that, but but this is too much what he's doing. Yo, yo I said this to him yesterday, and this is my new shit too. And this is no disrespect to people that got Abbies or people that got under 100 followers and shit like that. I said the NYK mentality, yo, brother, unless you giving me a video response, I'm going to either feel like you, A, you a bot, B, you somebody's burner account, or you somebody from MSG management who wants to hide their face. So unless you give me a video response, I am never taking your take seriously. He has yet to give me a video response. And you know what, ma'am? Anybody else, and this is how I know he's one of the three. Anybody else, and South can attest to this, and I want, after I finish this, I want Big Nick, you could go, then Terrell. After I'm done with this, South can attest to this. I asked everybody who joins our Nick thread. I say, yo, you got to give us a video response. Because we need to weed out who's the feds, who's MSG management, who's a bot, who's a real Nick fan. We need to see your face. I don't care if you ugly, fat, black, white, small, purple, green, rainbow. I don't give a shit. I need to see your face behind what you're saying. I can't trust NYK mentality. I can't. I can't do it. Yo, fam, could I get this off real, real quick? Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, first of all, yeah, great space. I mean, I'm glad that, you know, Yudoka is, is spinning her truth, too. And Ari had a great, great, great takes. I want to push back a little bit on Ari, though. The Knicks fans would have been happy to have RJ be the centerpiece of a rebuilding team when he was drafted. Because the Knicks fans were hyped to get a number three pick especially, you know, after the KP debacle. Um, I think they would have been patient with that. But, however, you know, Mills and, 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 and your boy Big Red wanted to get KD in the building. And when they didn't, they kind of panicked, you know what I mean, and then, you know, went and got uh, Randall and so on and so forth. I think the Knicks fans would have been perfectly fine because even to this day, you know, it's just now in the fourth season that, the fans are looking at RJ through a microscope. He was the bee's knees back then. So he could have, you know what I mean, started, been the centerpiece of the team and went out there and got all his counting stats and the Knicks fans would have been happy. And we would have had two picks that would have been fucking lottery picks and we're probably not having these conversations we have now. So I have to push back on that. I think Knicks fans were okay with that, but the Knicks being the Knicks... They doubled down, and Mook Morris, Randall, and the rest is fucking history. So we just now in win, mo win now mode, even though 
we're not set up to win a championship. Yep. We're just set up to, you know, win a playoff spot for the next few years. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it, like I say it all the time, it's an error. Um, there's nobody on the landscape that is going to come and help the Knicks. State said it before, which is true. We ain't getting no clutch stars, so just 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 forget about that. That's that's not happening. And those are the power brokers in the league now. Now, well, I was West or lay low Leon. Them dudes is past tense. You know what I mean? So put it an ED at the end of their shit. They past tense. You know what I mean? The clutch is now, and the Knicks have managed to ruin that relationship. Yep. And when you go to CAA, first of all, Carl Anthony Towns is not. What is that doing? That's that's not he, doing. Anything. Never play for Tom Thibodeau, bro. Yeah, right, exactly. And and he's not going to play for Tom Thibodeau. So that's that's so dead. That I said it last week. Booker is not leaving KD. Booker just I just saw some shit on ESPN where he was quoting how look how we were you know bottom of the league, laughing stock, and now it's great times here. Da, da, da. That's that man is not going nowhere. He ain't requesting a shit. Get a Z and he's riding with KD. So that's done. We ain't getting him. And I don't know what other CAA dude is, is, is that dude. I don't know. There's nobody out there. So this three-year run with the new big three, you know, Brunson, Randall, and Hart, is what y'all going to have to get used to. You know what I mean? And I can't believe that I have to be defending RJ, but that's just how bad shit is right now. I got to actually defend the young boy because, yeah, they pushing him out the door. And I'm like, damn, if you was doing that, then just fucking do the deal with Utah. Just give up the goddamn pick. Get Mitchell in the house and then just say, fuck it, this is what we're doing. Don't Yo, ride him out a whole nother it. year. Don't do what you did to Cam. Don't do what you're doing to Obi. Just, you know what I mean? Just be an upfront organization for once. And just do what the fuck y'all supposed to do, whether it's good or not, whether it's the right direction or not, but just do it. You know what I mean? But they want to keep half-stepping. That's that bullshit. Yo, you know what's crazy about the whole Grimes situation? Um, you dudes held Grimes out and made him untouchable over the summer. I could care less about, you know, what articles came out or who said what. I know what I read. I know the vibes. I know how the Knicks was feeling. I feel like they felt Quentin Grimes was untouchable. Okay, cool. So now you come out. Quentin Grimes' last four games, the man scores, I think, six points, eight points, one points, nine points, whatever the fuck he's scoring, he's looking like Quentin Milikina. So now you got company men talking about how Quentin Grimes' starting job is in jeopardy for Josh Hart. So let me let, let, let me make this clear, right? All narratives aside, the Knicks drafted Obi Toppin 8 only to play him 12 to 15 minutes years later. Only for them to move Obi Toppin to sign a journeyman vet to $15 million per year. Hold on. It gets even better. For them to not draft a starting point guard in Halliburton, for them to pass on Halliburton to draft Randall's backup, then you draft another point guard that same draft and quickly – you don't give quickly the starting job for two years because you wanted to give Jalen Brunson $100 million and you didn't want the company men on your neck about Manu quickly, only for you to come back, come back, and allow the Knicks, we're going to trade quickly and only 
to give Josh Hart their money. For us to see Hart at 28, Brunson at 28, Randall at 29 to try to win what? Really? Really? That's what that, that's what people want? Really? And and the sad shit about it is if you was gonna talk this much shit about Josh Hart and RJ Barrett, why didn't you trade those young brothers for Donovan Mitchell, man? Why are you putting those two young brothers through this nonsense when you could have just had Donovan Mitchell and we could have just dead everything all together? This is whack to me. It's whack. It's whack, and I don't like it. And I and, and the Josh Hart people can people can love the Josh Hart pickup, and that's you. I I like it, but it scares me because now it seems like CAA is gooning everybody. It seems like they're. They're just paying their boys. Don't they don't give a shit about championships. On what planet I'm supposed to give a shit about a championship and Julius Randle's my team best basketball player? Come on now. Come on. Come on. What 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 am I trying to tell people about trying to win something that's important, man? Other teams that had Shaq, they done had Allen Iverson. They done had goddamn LeBron James. I'm over here telling Nick fans, Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson are going to get out of the first round. This is really disrespectful and really embarrassing. So y'all got to stop this whole, like, Josh Hart. Yeah, he cool and all. Josh Hart is, he's cool. But am I supposed to jump for joy for that? This same team signed Jerome James after they traded Patrick Ewing. So what am I supposed to talk about Josh Hart for? Josh Hart is okay. He is he, he's cool. He is cool. Leon Rose spent $300 million. And the best he got for me in three years is Josh Hart and Jalen Brunson. 400. You're forgetting about Fournier. Everybody forget that Fournier is on the motherfucking team. The contract that dude tried to tell me was a good contract. And I was like, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, Fournier stinks too. Fournier been stink. Look, I'm, I, I'm at a firm belief that Evan Fournier is a thief. Um, I think I think Leon Rose. Leon Rose reminds me of Brett Fall. He's a thief. Um, I think I think who, who World Wide West. He don't know what job he doing. He remind me of uh, Eddie Murphy from Harlem Nights. So I, like I, I I don't know what's going on here, man. I don't know what's going on here, man. The Knicks is really we're in a conundrum where I firmly think they're probably going to try to trade R.J. Barrett this summer. And I never would have even considered this shit until after I seen Josh Hart pick up and, like, seeing Josh Hart take as many shots as he's taken, seeing Josh Hart say, well, my coach gave me green light. Your coach gave you green light. Nobody so, ever gave this motherfucker green light to that. <laughs> I, I wonder what kind of light Cam Reddish had. Because, and, and, and people like Julito, he going to say to me, you you ninjas need vagina. Julito, you said that to me. I was laying up with Shorty. She watching a Hulu movie, and I'm watching the Portland game on another TV. How dare you tell me I need vagina, brother? How dare you? Maybe you need some vagina because you up late, and you come in under my tweet. I don't even follow your tweets. We got wait. What? What do you mean? Does Cam Reddish really, like, get under people's skin when people mention him? Well, talk about your fat-ass 65-year-old head coach who had no fucking business 
benching that young man. You get damn right I'm going to talk about it, especially when Josh Hart getting he, – he got gifted minutes. We, we don't make Nick players earn it. Yo, Big Nick, what up, man? We don't make Nick players earn it. We don't earn minutes on the Knicks. We get gifted minutes. CAA Mafia, man. Mafia ties. You know, we taking over. Josh Hart is our superstar. We're going to pay him $15 million. We're going to trade Obi, and we're going to trade quickly, and we're going to get the band back together, man. Derrick Rose is still here. You know he's going to get his minutes next year at 35 years old, and we build us on. We're going to get this first round exit. We're going to get it in smooth fashion. <laughs> Yo, Big Nick, what up, man? How are you, man? I'm hey, doing that. Got me laughing my ass off over here, bro. <laughs> I'm saying here, I'm stopping. I'm, I gotta roll up now. You, I mean, stressed out. Um, <laughs> look, we've we've been we've been we've been hijacked, guys. We've been hijacked. I, I admit it. Dun, 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 dun. We, I, I think they are making the best of this situation. Of like, they got, they got, they got about like forty cops cars behind them, and they are on the expressway, like, uh, like, like, like a football player in a Bronco. Um, listen, this first round, we better make it out. This first round with these type of moves, um, we could have been in a whole different situation. But it is what it is. We have what we have, and until until management is corrected, until ownership is corrected, it's not. This shit, man. This shit ain't gonna change, bro. It's not gonna change. Um, like I said, I do like the Josh Hart kid. I like the, I like the addition, especially with the, we wasn't doing shit with Cam, even though we could have. Not saying we couldn't. Not not for me. We definitely mismanaged, but. Let Cam go get some shine somewhere else since Tibbs is such an asshole. Feel me? Tibbs wants his favorite. Tibbs got his guy. Okay. Tibbs, play him as many minutes as you want. And when this shit do, if it do go left and it do go down the drain, I'm telling you, Tibbs is first person on the line of fire to go. He has to be. But um, we're definitely going to get to this playoffs. We're definitely going to need – we definitely need that first round. That first round dub, and I don't even know what to say as far as expectations or anything. The Josh Hart situation, it just it, it kind of does add a little bit of more expectation. But um, with good health, let's see what the fuck we about to do, man. This RJ shit, <laughs> RJ and Grimes, Grimes situation, young players having slumps. Going through the motions, having to deal with management, confusing the fuck out of them. Their coach confusing the shit out of them. Um, coach got them feeling like they, he don't even believe in them. That's not like I, if I was Grimes or RJ, that's exactly how I would feel right now. No, I feel like uh, so for me, and then I want you to finish. And I see Terrell and Nick State Jake. So whenever y'all too ready, y'all can unmute yourself. But for me, um, I'm absolutely and, and and big Knicks. You can stay in here. You can cut somebody off whenever you want. Whenever you feel like we're buttling. Um, just for me, uh, I want R.J. Barrett and Quentin Grimes to continue to start. I'm gonna need both of them to continue to get punched in their faces. The reason why they need to continue to get punched in their faces is because it's development, right? 
So when Quinn Grimes get a million fucking clutch shots shot over him, that is development. So now he has a full scale view of a uh, uh, game tape that he could look at and he could go into this offseason and really um, hone in on his defensive skills. Um, once again, Quentin Grimes has a 117 defensive rating. R.J. Barrett has a 117.9 defensive rating. Jalen Brunson has a 117 defensive rating. And Julius Randle has a 112.8 defensive rating. So when people talk about Quentin Grimes' defense, you need to shut the fuck up. Respectfully. He hasn't stopped nobody in a month. I don't want to read it no more. We need to treat him as such. I am tired of people talking about R.J. Barrett's defense only when other people is getting smoked on the basketball court. Stop the bullshit. If you don't like R.J.'s game, fine. If you don't like Quentin Grimes' game, fine. But make sure you hold all these players accountable equally. Equally. Yeah, facts. There's a reason why I haven't posted on the timeline in, in about a week and a half trade Julius Randle. There's a reason why I haven't posted that. And the reason why I haven't posted it is because I'm trying to be respectful of the young man and the season that he's having right now. Why the fuck you dudes don't have the same... Why the fuck... Oh, my fault, bro. Why the fuck you dudes don't have the same compassion I have for, for certain for certain Nick players that I have for certain Nick players? Why the fuck do uh, 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 certain people get held to certain standards that other Nick players don't get held to? That should be corny. That should be whack. I haven't seen one Nick content creator. I'm talking about the major Nick content creators. When Cam Reddish was was playing like dog shit, bro, I used to see that shit on front page Nick Twitter news. When fucking Quentin Nilakina scores one point, I didn't see it nowhere. I didn't see that shit nowhere. So I already know what's up. Stop the corn, stop the fake cornball shit. A lot of y'all act like cornball. That's why I fucking call y'all out, man. Call Quentin Nilakina out. Call R.J. Patterson out. Call Jalen Iverson. Call these dudes out. And stop being scared about having a certain taste. So I'm sick of the bullshit where y'all just treating certain players better than other players. It's yeah, I never blocked over 100 people on fucking Twitter until this season. Why the fuck do I have to block that many people? Because you Avies who have under 100 followers, it seems like you dudes can, can, can just talk to anybody the way you want. On this app, if you're going to talk to Jay, you're going to talk to Pablo, you're going to talk to me, you're going to talk to anybody, I'm going to need video responses from that old man. I need to see how ugly you are, man. If you're not going to give me a video response, I don't want to hear from you. I'm straight muting you or you're getting blocked. I don't want to hear the bullshit no more. That's it. Terrell, what do you have for me today, man? <laughs> what up, State? Damn, bro. I mean, I hope you're doing good today, man, because... um. I'm driving. I'm almost. I'm pulling up at my people's house in Atlanta right now. You know what I'm saying? I've been on the highway for about three hours from Charlotte, just listening to New York raps. Fucking had Nas on there. Had Big Pun. His album was fire. That first album. That shit was fire. Bro. I don't care what nobody say. But um, you know, I'm I'm in a good mood. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't understand why people seem so aggravated all the time. Cause yo, the Knicks are about to be. If they win today, they'll be six games over 500, okay? Which, to me, is a good thing. You know, they've been the high mark, watermark of the season is seven games over 500. You know, so we could finish the break six games over 500, 
I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in a good mood. I'm gonna be happy. You know, there's a lot of different things we could, you know, bark about and be upset about with certain players' games and the coaching and the management. You know what I'm saying? I heard someone say we could have had more draft picks. That don't mean we would have drafted shit. We could have been a contender right now if we would have just fucking took the right draft picks. Look how many perennial all-stars that we just passed up on, okay, and drafted motherfuckers like Frank Nilakina. You see what I'm saying? So no, no, let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. See, uh, going off the deep end. Terrell, let me stop you right there. How am I going it's off the deep end, man? I'm just talking while I got to get no, no, interrupted. No, 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 I was I'm almost like, finished, bro. You can no, finish. You no, can no, say let, let me say. Terrell, we could talk all day. I just want to give you some context. Terrell, I am not muting you. We could talk all day, bro. I swear to God. When Donovan Mitchell got drafted to Utah, that was the best decision his agent has ever made. Because anybody want to tell me Donovan Mitchell would be Spider-Man on the, on the Knicks when he got okay, drafted? Okay, so then you can so say, say that about anybody. Then you can say that about Shea Gilgis, Alexander. You yes. Can say, you can just keep going. The list goes on and on and on. But, but, but that, that doesn't change the point then. So the draft picks don't mean shit if the players are going to end up being garbage anyway, right? So they might as well build the way they're going to build. If they prove that they're going to just tarnish players and nobody could develop into a decent player here, what's the point of drafting them? So this is why I just, hold on, hold on. This is why I disagree with you, right? No, no, no. You didn't, I didn't ask you. I just asked you a question. I didn't no, say, no, I you, you, I'm telling you. You made a point. You said Donovan Mitchell wouldn't be shit. Shea Judges Alexander, all these cats would be trash because of the Knicks, right? right? So if that's the case, what is the point of having draft picks? What is the point of tanking? What is the point of being in that position when you're going to blow it anyway? So so, so AP trash. Oh, why everybody me, keep forgetting that dude was drafted by the Knicks number four? Was he trash when who? he made the All Star team as a Knicks? Was he trash? Was who? Nah, he was, trash. was KP trash? Yo, you naming one player? Okay, they got one player. To they the don't go to the lottery, fam. RJ is what the fourth top five. So pick then you can't have it had? both ways. Then which one is it? Can we develop the players? Or are they all gonna be trash? Me, That's no, what I'm asking. Sorrell, let me let let me answer this. Come on, man. That's a it's just too much negativity. I feel what you're saying, well, but well, you know, the Knicks well, about to be six games over 500. Can well, we talk about that? The Terrell, this Can is we? a company man space. We really objective over here. I don't give a shit. I'm objective too, man. I'm older than you, and I've seen a lot more Knicks games, and I, I felt yeah. the pain just as much as you, bro. Terrell, you get to a point. I feel like you're not respecting my gangster. Nah, I don't know what you mean. Ah. That's because you like to bully people and no, I don't like to bully nobody. I don't so like to just speak all then, because I just just like you got a big I mouth. I, I got a big mouth too, nobody. bro. Terrell, let's get back to basketball. That's what I'm saying. So this is what I said. I'm just saying I'm happy. I'm. I know other people is. They, it sounds negative. The space and everybody's complaining about the team's play, but I don't feel that way. Yeah, all I right, feel like you. Keep I feel like the Knicks. I'm almost finished. Oh, I'm let me up. tell you. Let me tell you something. And this is real talk. You keep that opinion to yourself. I'm tired of people coming on Twitter spaces bitching about somebody else's bitching. You need to bitch on your own time. Let these people talk and give they give they let these people give their complaints. I wasn't bitching about nothing. I was just stating the way I felt. I'm saying I'm happy. I'm I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm about to go to the game in Atlanta, eat by the courtside. I'm about to have a great time. You know what I'm saying? I'll post some freaky happy. But don't try to tell, don't try to, don't try to Ultron bot 
other people's feelings to make I them try to do none of that. I didn't try to do none of that. I, so just why said, you I, I brought up something for you to think about. It don't always got to be a lot of screaming and yelling. If you just listen to what I said for a second and come back with his response for that, it would make a lot more sense. I, I said, I said, you said we ruined draft picks. Donovan Mitchell would have been trash. Shay Judge, all these other guys. Yes. Southside jumped in, said KP. I said, all right then. So which one is it? Do you trust the Knicks to draft these players, or are they gonna be? Are they gonna ruin them? Like you I, said, I, I, can't I, I, have I, I, it both so ways. This is, my this is my answer. I'd rather the Knicks get a top four pick and hope that that top four pick talent rules out, regardless of who the coach is. Rather knowing how the Knicks treat picks outside of the top four and knowing how the Knicks manage these players. I'd rather take my chance with a top three pick under any Knicks regime than any pick outside of the top three because MSG politics rules all. That pick is going to play regardless. That pick will start regardless. That pick will never be talked about coming off of the bench. So when people tell me, RJ needs to come off the bench, this that is stupid. That yeah, that's happen. stupid. That's stupid. Listen, I agree with what you just said. I agree with that. All right? But, but at the same time, I'm not purposely trying to achieve a top four pick. Okay, so, so, all right, but the position that the Knicks are in now, let's say they don't lose, they don't win a fucking game for the rest of the season, okay? They're not going to get a top four pick, but they're going to get a good draft pick, all right? Now, there are some people that might say they want them to lose every game for the rest of the season for that pick because that's the way they like to develop. I disagree. I don't think that's how you develop a team because you could name a lot of teams that have had first-round picks, top three, top four picks for years and years, name and they em. still don't go nowhere. Name, so, name them. Name them. Okay, Sacramento, Orlando, oh, God, OKC. Sacramento? Sacramento is a better team than the Knicks right now. So, keep But going. I'm saying, they all right, Philadelphia too, but they ain't but, win no fucking championship. They, they ain't been on second round. For every rebuttal you got. Philadelphia. No, you don't either. That's what I'm saying. I named Philadelphia. They all ain't right. still like they ain't been out the second round. So the way y'all be saying, oh, we don't want to win a one round. That ain't shit. Oh, I don't want to go to the playoffs and lose in the first round. Look at Philadelphia. They haven't been to an Eastern Conference Finals. Look at all of those drafts. Why, why I can't get you. You still talking over me? Now you're not respecting my gangster. I said Terrell three times. I got my phone in my scrub jacket. Why the fuck you continue to talk? Talk When I'm asking, I'm saying Terrell. Terrell. The 76ers gotten beat by tanking. They've been in championship contention ever since. They've been trying to make the playoffs ever since. Matter of fact, I find it funny how Philadelphia has had less assets than the Knicks in this past couple of fucking years, and they still managed to get more superstars than the Knicks. Don't you find that interesting, brother? Don't you find that interesting? What are you talking to me about right now, Terrell? My team best player is Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson. Their team best player is Joel Embiid. Do you understand the difference between Joel Embiid and Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle? If you do not, we cannot talk basketball. I'm done with the stupid-ass conversations. I am finished with that. We cannot talk basketball. If that is your way of thinking, I am sorry. I am sorry. I can't do that. All of this, I'm listening to a company man's space. You got people comparing Josh Hart passing to Draymond Green. I am tired of y'all talking this stupid shit, man. I'm still ranting. And you still gonna cut me off. 
Jay Nicky, I love you, brother. I can't be in the space with you with the other company men. I can't do it. No objectivity. None. I can't talk basketball with people like Breeze. Shout out to Breeze, but I can't talk basketball with him. He's always in the middle. Those are the people you don't want to talk basketball with. Because any opinion you give them, you're going to look wrong in their bird's eye, bird's eye view. Whether you're positive or you're negative, they're going to make you feel like you're wrong. This is why I don't like talking basketball with people in the middle. Yo, I'm bringing it back to the barbershop. Steve, you want to hear something, you hear something yeah. crazy real quick? One minute. So the Knicks made the NBA Finals in the 99 season. That was with the eighth seed with Houston, Sprewell. <clears throat> All right. Wasn't enough. So instead of going through a rebuild like a normal team would, the Knicks in 2002 traded the seventh overall pick, Nene Hilario, Mark Jackson, Marcus Camby for Antonio McDice, a win-now player with knee injuries, and a future second-round pick. Who got hurt a lot with the team. Sorry to interrupt. What? Sorry to interrupt, but he got hurt so much. That's the whole point. It didn't work, right? So what happens next? We sign a win-now player, Jerome James, one of the nope. worst signings ever, okay? Then what did the Knicks do? So we already lost one, one first-round pick. In 2004, two years later, the Knicks trade for Stephon oh, Marbury. Nice. They trade five players and two first-round draft picks. So that's three picks gone now, five players, no development, right? What do they do after that? The next year, they trade for Eddie Curry, okay? Another win-now player. Three players, another two first-round picks, and two second-round picks for Eddie Curry. So now that's five first-round picks all in your future gone for win-now moves. Later on, throughout the time, and that was when the Knicks were the worst, right? Why were they the worst? Because we didn't have any fucking draft picks. We finally get some draft picks. What happens? In 2016, not 2016, um, let me see what year it was. Um, 2018. I think it was, I don't know when it was, but I think it was the Bargnani trade. They trade another first-round pick for uh, uh, Andrea Bargnani. Um, we had Marcus Camby. We traded Marcus Camby, Q Richardson, Steve Novak, and another future first-round pick, and two second-round picks for Andrea Bargnani, and uh, and that didn't work. And people want to know why the Knicks didn't win with Carmelo Anthony on the team, which is right after that deal, right? Or during that deal, I guess. It's because the Knicks didn't have any fucking draft picks to improve the team around Carmelo Anthony. So once Amari Knees got shot, which they should have been careful with, they should have got insurance, no other team in the NBA – Wanted, uh, was going to sign him without getting insurance on his knees. When his knees got shot, they had no other way to fucking build the team. And that's not even including the Carmel Anthony trade where we traded a bunch of picks and all that stuff and all the players for that. And it's the same thing. We're doing it again and again and again. The only difference now is that these trades that we're doing, we got Jalen Brunson, we're actually relevant. We're going to be a playoff team, but it's still not going to be enough. That's the point. When you trade your draft picks, you don't see the fruits of that labor today. But you see the fruits of that labor in the future. People clowning this fucking Kevin Durant deal. That 2027 and 2029 Phoenix Suns picks that are unprotected are going to be top five fucking picks, okay? But what's going to happen? What's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? Oh, those picks are those picks are four and six years away. And then it's going to take another three to four years to develop each one of those guys. I don't want to wait 10 years. All right, so we're going to wait 25 years instead. It's just fucking backwards, man. It's ridiculous. But we, made it, we made it. I mean, my bad. You made a lot of good points. The only thing I would say is that the Knicks have a whole truck full of lottery picks, of, of draft picks right now. So what? I don't want to hear that. 
We couldn't get Spider Man. I don't want to hear about the. I don't want to hear that, bro. With all due respect, I don't want to hear that. I'm good on that. You only make it, you, Terrell. You're making me more mad at work, bro. Yo, why you disagree with everything I say, bro? What is wrong with you, bro? What is wrong with you, bro? I don't care. It's not. It's not no right or wrong thing. We're having a a, a, a debate right now, bro. No, like, no, 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 we not. No, all right, that's what's up. Then we not. Then that's fine. No, I'll talk not. about it somewhere else. You ain't gonna take no skin off my back, brother. Trust me. It's not really gonna bother me. I don't want to say brothers, brothers, chill for a second. Terrell, yeah, bro, bro, that's crazy. You were a little disrespectful to me too, bro. No, 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 no. I'm in your space. I'm in your space trying to add what my little sense to my blood. Yo, I don't want to hear that, man. Crying. I want to hear that. I cry too, Terrell. So I want to hear that. I don't want to hear you right now. I cry too, bro. I don't want to hear that. I'm at work. I'm not doing that with you. Yo, Jay Nicky, man. State, I'm sorry, you're not talking basketball. You're talking names. Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle is arguably having better seasons than James Harden. Jay Nicky, you are part of the problem. You are part of the problem. When I read shit like that, that adds on the stupid shit and the stupid-ass mindset that Knicks management has. Why the fuck are you even bringing that in a basketball conversation? Jalen Brunson and Randle will never be James Harden. And James Harden plays with Joel Embiid. James Harden is on a down season, averaging 20 and 11. What are you talking about, Jalen Brunson and James Harden better than James Harden? What? what? Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson would never average what they're averaging in a championship situation. Yes, I love what both of those guys are doing. Yes, I approve of what both of those guys is doing. Yes, Julius Randle deserves to be an all-star this year. Yes, Jalen Brunson has been balling. He's looking like Jalen Iverson. But you know what? I look at the future. And the future of this team is a first-round exit. I could care less about Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle numbers if we're talking about championships. Because 10 years from now, when Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle is in their late 30s, and R.J. Barrett just turned 31, 32, we will have another conversation. Yo, fam, I just wanted to ask Terrell, because he brought up a good point about the pick. So I'm going to ask him like this, and this ain't no you know, disagreeing with you. I'm just asking you a question. Do you, based on the track record of Leon Rose for three years now, three years, ain't no more he had one off season, only two, three years, and really three-plus years, you really have confidence that he's gonna flip them picks into a star player? Like <laughs> honestly, now, just I'm not no no narrative. I'm just asking you. Not nah, I right, straight up. I would say I have doubts because he's been saying that shit for as long as you said three years. Now, bro. So, so the, see, that's my point with the, with the <laughs> picks. I'm not you're not wrong at all. Yes, they have stopped pop picks, even though they use picks to get off bad contracts. But whatever, I ain't even going there. But I don't have no confidence. He has not shown me at all that he's going to get that big fish. And he had a great opportunity over the summer. And I don't know what, whether y'all want to say Ainge didn't want to, whatever, because the Knicks shouldn't have went to that fucking game flosses. So so it's still on Leon. I never. I don't I, have no confidence that he's going to pull it off. Let, let me compare this to real life. When I have a lady, it's not going to take me three plus years to figure out if that lady's the one for me or not. If it takes you three plus years to figure out if somebody's the one for you, you need to reevaluate your life goals with all due respect. If it takes you three plus years to figure out that Leon Rose is doing it, you need to reconfigure your life goals. I have to question you. 
I have to question your thoughts upon how you want this team to be built. People is laughing, lollygagging, like shit is funny, talking about R.J. Barrett when R.J. Barrett is traded for Zach Levine, and you have Zach Levine looking off Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson in the fourth quarter, then we will have a conversation. People think shit is funny. There's nothing funny about this Josh Hart acquisition to me. Dad, because I have a question. Hart, it, it, yes, bro. Yeah. So a lot of people ain't bringing this up. This Josh Hart uh, acquisition is fucking up quickly and Obi because they gone. They're, they're gone. Who the fuck are we trading to get? Who are we trading for? Period. Even with so, all these picks, who are we trading for? Because so unless we add a number one to this team, we ain't making it nowhere, anywhere at all. Julius Randle so, is a bona fide second option playing as a number one. Ju- same thing for Jalen Brunson. Yeah, they cool, but. They're fringe all-stars. And we've seen what Julius Randle does in the playoffs. And we also seen how this team handles double um, when we go in zone. We can't even get past the zone. Y'all talking about making it a second round. Are you serious? Come on now. I try, um I don't know, bro. I try to like keep things in perspective. I try not to like overrate. Well, I try to overrate the kids because I have PTSD. Um Jack and Doug, my phone is in my scrub jacket. I am not actually looking at my phone, so you will have to actively jump in and cut me off if you want to speak because I'm not going to continue to keep putting my phone in my scrub jacket and I'm at work. So y'all got to, like, actually come up here and cut me off. Y'all cut people all all the time. Why don't you cut me off, motherfucker? Doug, what's up, though? Um, Jack, what's up, though, man? I see either one of y'all dudes can speak. But if you're not ready to speak, then I'll just continue. Um, I mean, I'm ready oh. right now. What's up? Want, but you okay. know what? I want. Why don't we sell high? Like we should have sold hot. Like sold high and random. But you know, we have Leon uh, Rose and Leon <laughs> Rose is just a fucking fat fuck. I I don't even know how to describe this man anymore. Like, all he does is care about his little family. He rather miss the playoffs as a nine seed. With a bunch of his family and a bunch of his guys on the team, then win a championship. So that's what we're dealing with, Leon Rose. And to be honest, we knew we were gonna. No one wanted Randall in the off season, but again, this off season, we should have sold a lot of people high. Obviously, I wanted did not want to trade RJ because RJ came off a good second half, mm-hmm. and I think we should have like with that sell high, we should have got our draft picks. I don't know if we should have traded up for Ivy because I don't know what they would have wanted. The mm-hmm. Kings, so that's why I was still questioning. But we should have sold Ty at this year's deadline. The thing is, we won a lot of. We wanted to keep this bummy coach, and with this bummy coach, our team is like, <laughs> ter- like it's the most overrated team that's going to be the five seed. We're literally going to be the five seed. I feel like we're going to jump the Heat and jump the Nets. Because the East has got just worse. Because obviously the Nets traded Katie and Kyrie and the Heat traded Jimmy Butler. Well, not traded Jimmy Butler. Just the same team. They made no acquisitions. Like the Knicks last year. Mm-hmm. When your team makes absolutely no acquisitions, which is basically almost the Knicks this year, but they got Josh Hart, who is a good player. I get that. But I think we shouldn't have traded our own first round pick. Mm-hmm. We should have traded either the Detroit pick or, or the Washington pick. And if we even had to give them an extra second, that was fine. But not our pick, which is going to be around pick 16 through 20 in a stacked heavy draft class with a bunch of great wings and a bunch of good players in general. So 
Again, the guy with profile picture, Carmelo Anthony, we could have got him in free agency. But you know what we did? We were so desperate because they thought the Nets were going to beat us out for him, which was never going to happen. And um, we had to give up everything for him. Instead of keeping Gallinari and keeping, I think, Wilson Chandler was in that deal, too. And putting a bunch of old captains. Exactly, in that deal. But, yeah, that's what we did. Obviously, I was too young to remember that deal. I was like five, but you know what? We should have just waited till that off season. Because guess what we did in that year playoffs? Year's playoffs in 2011 got eliminated in the first round. <laughs> the same exact thing. And when everyone wants to be like, like you're right, you know what? There might be company, but everyone's gonna be like, oh, Zach Levine, Zach Levine, Zach Levine, Zach Levine isn't gonna do anything. I mean, he's gonna do something. Like I'm trying to say, like he isn't gonna get us like. Like, at most, a second round, like, getting to the second round at most if we play a team like the Cavs. Because, you know, Donovan Mitchell, I'm not going to say it, chokes in the first round a lot, but I hate conspiracy theories like that. Uh, so, Jack, let me, as far as, like, the trade Julius Randle people, um, I'm still the leader of that group. It's still so high on Julius Randle. Uh, Julius Randle must be traded. Uh, at the same time, just to be objective on my own point, I'm trying to be respectful of Julius Randle's season. So that's the reason why good afternoon, man. That's the reason why um, I haven't been saying on Twitter, trade Randle and, and trade this, because I'm trying to be respectful. I'm trying to enjoy what he's doing right now. But at the same time, I know me deep down on a championship team, he would be the third or fourth option. So regardless of how many points he puts up, he's putting up 25 and 11 right now. And we're still only five games above 500. I've seen Tim Duncan put up 25 and 11, and his team is 20 games above 500. Like, there's levels to talent. Exactly, State. In, in, go ahead. See, sorry to interrupt. But again, they move the ball very well. I know Jalen Brunson has been an absent beast this year. He sometimes does take too many shots. But again, you know what? I just want to bring this up. With a bunch of stuff going on with Julius Randle, too. If Katie never demanded a trade, I would have shipped him off to Phoenix, even if we didn't get Mikael Bridges back. Because, again, they had a good amount of draft picks, and I would have asked for 2029 or 2027. And I would have asked for one more pick and then one more protected pick. And probably, like, a Cam Johnson. That's why I would have asked for. But you know what? They love Julius Randle, this Knicks team. He's... Just a player that's, like, he's a stat builder. He builds stats. He's a guy who puts up 20 and 10 every night in and out of the gym. And he doesn't, like, win you a ton of basketball games. He isn't good in the clutch. You've seen him in the playoffs in the COVID season. He got shut down by John Collins. And you know what? That's why we only took one game in that series. Yeah, that's why we only took... What happened? <laughs> I don't, yo, it's around, man. I don't want to hear babies crying, man. I'm at work, man. I'm getting, I'm getting bodies rolled past me all day, man. I, I don't want to hear babies crying. Hey, yo, Jack, I gotta say something, bro. What? So, uh, you're 15, right? Yeah. You got your driver's permit yet? No, I live in Jersey. Yo, no young man, not even able to drive. <laughs> 15 years old knows more about basketball. needs to be worrying about these big boy problems 
you need to act your age. You need to go in the mother spaces. You need to enjoy the Knicks. You need to have a good time. Just, just root for them. You know, you're young. I do root for them. I, I'm just saying you're still young, right? So leave it to us. Leave it to me. Leave it to Southside. Leave it to Ari. Leave it to State. We got you, bro. Let, let, let the elders take over. Let, let us hold down the ship, and you just go have a good time. I just want to say one like more big thing, and everyone else in here. Go ahead. Just, like again, I was just never on Twitter, and I was still on board with a lot of the stuff that a lot of people are saying, and I didn't even know like a lot of y'all because like again, I was on Twitter, but I didn't look at Twitter unless I got like a Shams notification stuff when I was little. So the thing is now. Since all this is happening even more, we know Tom Thibodeau basically runs the team. It's not Leon Rose. I mean, Leon Rose makes some deals that he wants to, but it's basically fucking Tom Thibodeau. Jack, I'm sorry, Jack, first, Jack, but... Jack, look, man, you're thinking too hard. I, I'm like <laughs> everything you're saying is factual, bro. But look, you know when, when the Knicks traded for Carmelo Anthony, I, I was 21 years old. Okay, I, I had some shaking ass years. I rooted for those Knicks. I, I, I knew whenever they got rid of those draft picks, it was going sideways. But I still enjoyed watching the Knicks. I feel bad that you're 15 years old and you're putting energy into this stuff. You're still young, man. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I, I think you should go just enjoy the Knicks. Don't worry about all this nonsense. Again, me and South and State, we got it. And, and, and just go have a good time, bro. Trust me. In 10 years, 15 years, when you're the same age as us, you'll be doing the same shit. You got plenty of time to do it then. Yo, a man don't got a choice. I was ten doing this stuff. <laughs> he don't got a choice. He got a pass. I Yo, ten managers, bro. <laughs> My man said ten years old. I was, ten, I, was, I was about to cry. I was seven, about to cry because John Starks kept, kept clanking the three pointers. I had tears about to come out my eyes. Why, bro? <laughs> Nah, but that's not even the worst memory I had as a goddamn Knicks fan. The worst memory I had was a regular season game where TJ McConnell hit that buzzer beater against us when I was in the oh, fourth grade. TJ McConnell, dog. My boy. The last thing I'm going to say, thank you for letting me This is child abuse. Thanks for letting me speak. I'm still trying to sell hot and Randall. A lot of these, like, other people, especially my school, think, again, Randall is God according to them. <laughs> and, um... I keep telling them they don't listen. So when we get out of the first round every year, like State is saying, like all y'all are saying, it's just going to happen, man. We should have just sold high this deadline. The thing is, I had a way over 500 record. If we were under 500, like a game under, or even like 500, then I would be screaming to sell high. But the thing is, we have like a better record than what we were supposed to be. I think we're going to be higher than 42 wins, to be completely honest. I really don't think we're going to slump. I think Josh Hart, again, I think he's going to play well. But I don't think he's going to be playing. Like, obviously, defensively, I think he'll probably play around this well. But offensively, he barely play this well again. I think some games you'll see it. Sorry, Knicks fans. Most of y'all Knicks fans, even though I'm a, obviously I'm a Knicks fan, to destroy your heart. But you know what? It's going to happen. And times like this will happen. Like, RJ right now is kind of in a slump, you know. Last two weeks, last three weeks has been... A little shaky, actually a lot of just shaky in general. But I think after the All Star break, I think RJ will be a way better player. But the thing RJ is, is shaky because of the acquisitions we have. I feel like RJ can't play his game with Randall and fucking uh, Brunson on the court. No, no, That's I got the most. I got the most for you, Jay. This is why RJ Barrett is playing bad. 
and I want to say this before Udoka goes and after Udoka goes, because I seen you, seen you, man. You unmuted yourself. I know you want to go. And then JJ, I want to hear you speak. Um, shout out to you, Jack. Jack. Thanks for letting me speak, State. By the way. No, right, hey, 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 State. Can I say one thing about Jack? Yeah, go ahead. Yo, so you remember when you were like 15, 16, and you first learned what the Illuminati was? That's the same vibe. <laughs> I knew that when I was like Jack right now. I, 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 I just want to hear what those conversations are like with Jack talking with all of his other 15-year-old friends <laughs> at the lunch table. Them conversations? I know, I, I know Jack isn't going to school with these negative Twitter thoughts clouding his mind, talking shit to all his classmates. Oh, that might be happening. Uh. <laughs> oh, oh, God. You don't go with I up. just wanted to say, I'm, I'm in the gym, sorry, if I'm breathing heavy, but... Um, I think Jack is, is is wise beyond his years. Brilliant, brilliant take, Jack. Thank you. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, Jack. Um, you know, Jack, man, I try to. It's still trade Julius Randle for me. Sell high on Julius Randle. At the same time, I'm just trying to show Julius Randle as much respect as I can, because he's playing well actually this season, and I don't want to sound like a poo poo monster. And continue to uh, uh, try to write that on the timeline. So for me, I'm just sticking to the fire, Tom Thibodeau, and we'll we'll see where this team goes um, after that. Uh, JJ, how are you, man? JJ, man, we was having an interesting conversation yesterday, and we was talking about um, Reddish and Josh Hart, and we was talking about you know the minutes allocations and things like that, and all this other stupid shit. But you know, it's a new day. Um, today, I just started this space because Trippy, uh, he tried to start a space earlier and Twitter was acting retarded. Oh, I didn't mean to use that word. Twitter spaces was acting ridiculous. I use a better term. Um, and here we are now. So what's up, JJ? Yo, what's good? What's good to the room, man? You know what I'm saying? Um, most of y'all probably going to disagree with my take, but, you know, it's all basketball, man. At the end of the day, man, um, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Um, when Jack, man, when I was 15, bro, this was just like a couple years ago. I'm not that much older than you, bro. <laughs> I wasn't even watching basketball, bro. To be honest, I wasn't watching the Knicks. I was watching basketball. I wasn't watching the Knicks during that time, man. You know what I'm saying? The Knicks were horrible. They were winning 17 games a season on average, bro. So you were watching them, you know, if TJ McConnell broke your heart, cause I'm pretty sure that was during one of those years, um, you're a diehard, bro. Last so. Phil Jackson year. Well, that was my yeah. second year watching basketball. Yeah, bro. You're oh, a diehard, bro. JJ, JJ, real quick. It just came to my mind. My first two years of watching the Knicks, the first thing, the worst thing that's ever happened to me that I watched with my own eyes was Carmelo Anthony getting blocked by Roy Hibbert in the playoffs. The second thing that happened to me that was one of the, I don't know. It might be a tie. When the Knicks got Antonio McDice when I was 12 years old, or when Phil Jackson came on live TV, this was like a this was like a Saturday afternoon. Like it was live TV, ESPN. I'm like, yo, why the fuck is the Knicks on national TV? Like, why is Phil Jackson talking? The man Phil Jackson traded Carmelo Anthony on live TV. That was one of the most disgusting interviews like I've ever seen a Knicks president of basketball operations literally just trade his star player, just saying, you know, Carmelo Anthony. He, he, he needs to move on to his next team and this, that, and third. You know, that was really disgusting, man. And um, shout outs to Jay Nicky again, but Jay Nicky, man, I don't give a fuck about what season 
once again, I got to call them out again. I don't give a fuck about what season Julius Randle and Brunson is putting up. They will never be better than James Harden. I don't care if they're having a better individual season. Matter of fact, just for your ass, Gilbert Arenas had better individual seasons than Devin Booker. Who is the better basketball player? So stop saying stupid shit to me like that, man. I'm a real basketball purist, man. Like, I've been watching ball for like 20 years, man. Right now, I'm at work in the hospital right now talking basketball with y'all, man. Don't disrespect my intelligence with this Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson bullshit, man. Their stats are inflated, and they're in roles where they would not be in on championship teams. If you want to talk to me about a championship team, then talk basketball. Tell me that we need another player better than Jalen Brunson and Randle to win a championship. Don't tell me that better player is Zach Levine. I'm going to violate you. See, State, bro, that's where you that's where you lose me, though, bro. See, State, that's where you lose me, man. See, I agree with a lot of things. No, 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 no. JJ, you just admit it on my spaces. You just started watching the Knicks years ago. No, 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 bro. Listen to what I said. I said, during the during that time, man, I was in fucking high school, bro. You know what I'm okay. saying? I had, I, I had other shit to do, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. That to come to watch a 17-win team. AJ, I'm not letting you get it. Because at that, around that same time, I was upstate in college. I was at SUNY Delha. I was just starting to smoke weed. I was just going to college. Off campuses, pack, uh, 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 drink parties, smoke sessions. I was with all the females. I was with the rugby team. I watched the, the Knicks rugby. were starting. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I watched the rugby team president sniff a a a a a bump of coke on the table when I was eighteen years old. This the rugby team president. This the big the big goon, and the rugby team is dumb cool at college. They cool it in the basketball team. They throw you weed like nothing. <laughs> nah, this nigga wild. Yo, yo, bro. Yo, bro. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Hey, he the rugby team. Got you. <laughs> Literally, JJ, I've been a Nick fan for so many years, bro. When I was at college, bro, I remember watching Russ and Harden and, 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 and KD together. So I. I watched Colin Harden. So, so when during that time. Not the Knicks. No, hold, on, hold on, JJ. When you say things to me like you lose me at Zach Levine, no, I, no, I, you didn't lose me at that. You didn't question. lose me with that. Hold on, hold on. I'm asking you a question. Right. What championship team in the past 20 years where Randall and Brunson or Zach Levine will be the top three options on that right. set? So, boom, it's only one, so boom, bro. Like, like, like I said, bro. Like, we just watched Jalen Brunson last year as the second option on a Western Conference Finals team, bro. Is that not a team vying who, for a championship? Who, who was his first option? The Donchich, bro. So who was who our first him? option? Who was his coach? All right, sure. You would want a better player than Jalen Brunson. <laughs> Brunson's what? the best player on our team. But just saying that he wouldn't even be a top three option on a championship-level team, that is – Literally false. So answer my question then. So answer my question then. Since you want to challenge me on my take, I'm challenging you on yours. Name me the championship team. Jalen Brunson would be the top three option on that set championship team in the past 20 years. In the past 20 years, bro. All right. So we're just looking through history. Yes. You know, if I'm thinking, I mean, the 2010s was dominated by the Warriors, bro. And the Cavs, those teams were literally making the finals every year. The Heat, they were making the finals every year. Spurs, like, I mean, bro, right now, like, over the last 20 years, whoever won a championship, I can't think off the top. I know you can't think off the top of your head. That would be the top. I'm going to go back for you. 
Go since, yeah, yeah. Since Knicks fans, we're gonna we're gonna do a little test right now, right? And South, you're gonna appreciate this test. Big Mo, you're gonna appreciate this test. Ari, Jay from Florida, Brutus, Stan, Steven, I appreciate all of you guys, Darrell, Knicks, UG get y'all gonna appreciate this test I'm about to do. Cause here's where I challenge Knicks fans on basketball takes. You know, you got the silly-ass Nick fans. Yo, Josh Hart reminds me of Jimmy Butler. Josh Hart got the passing of Traymond Green. Jalen Brunson, he could be a championship two option. Julius Randle, he could be a champion. All right, I'm about to challenge all of that shit. Let me see how much basketball takes. I could take serious right now. So in 19, I'm going to go back to 1990. Detroit Pistons, Portland Trailblazers. What option is Jalen Brunson or Julius Randle on any one of those two teams? He couldn't play defense, so he couldn't be on the Pistons. <laughs> Forget about no, no, that. Pistons, they off the bench. Bro. I want JJ to answer this because I want people to the audio. Why do y'all hate on y'all own players, bro? Like, I don't get that. No, 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 it's no, no, not no. hate if it's objective. No, no, JJ. You're not doing this shit while I'm at work. Maybe if I was in the crib. And, I, you know, I was rolling up and shit constantly. Maybe you could do that shit. Today, you're going to answer my questions directly. I don't, I'm not, I'm good on the whole bounce around shit. I asked you a question, right? Detroit Pistons or Portland Trailblazers where the Pistons won 4-1. What championship option or what role would Brunson or Randall be on either two teams? Do you need me to talk to you about the rosters they had? Yeah, sure. Talk to me about So, the one had Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars. The other had uh, 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 Clyde Drexler and other players. So, Terry Porter. That Kevin be Porter. Porter. So, Terry Porter. Okay, so name me the options that Randall or Brunson to be on either one of these teams. Fourth options, maybe, bro. So, maybe coming off the bench. So you. Oh, no. So 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 you said. Respect. So he said, oh, South. I don't mean to mute people. He said Randall or Brunson would be the fourth option on either team. <laughs> let's go to the next. Let's go to the next year. We're doing a little, uh, uh, a little. Uh, uh, uh. Wait, bro. Can, can I just t- can I just make a statement real quick, man? Because even while you're saying all this stuff, and even if I'm saying that he's a, would be a fourth option, Jalen Brunson, bro, can still get better, man. He's only in his what fifth year right brother, now, bro. Brother, like, let's let's be honest, brother. Brother, we just let's just stay on the topic. Stop trying to move around. I'm not moving around, okay. man. We're talking about the same play. So, 1992. No, 1991. Chicago Bulls or Los Angeles Lakers. Do you want me to skip no. that? Do you want me to skip it? I'm Like, what? no, yes, man. Oh, okay, because one has Jordan, Pippen, and others, right? Right? Okay. The other got okay. Matt Thompson's big game, James Worthy, Byron Scott. So, I'm going to skip those two teams because it's not fair okay, with man. Brunson, okay? So let's go to the next know. season. Chicago Bulls, Portland Trail Blazers. Do you want me to skip over that year as well? I mean, bro, you can just skip over okay, the Okay, okay. No, 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 no. We will not skip over the whole 90s because we're going to bury this whole Brunson and Randall championship option bullshit. You're comparing dudes. No, 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 JJ. Company man Twitter, you blame them. Don't blame me. I ain't company. I ain't. Company I know man you, Twitter, bro. See, but people that I, I don't like that. I, people that's listening, they gotta listen to this audio. Let's go to 1993. Is Randall or Brunson a championship one or two option on the Bulls or the Phoenix Suns? Do we need me to skip that as well? Yes, you do. So let's go. Charles Barkley is gonna start over Randall, bro. And you got Kevin Johnson. Kevin Johnson. Oh, oh. 
Dan Marley, you know what I'm saying? He all, yeah, he, he, he's not, not a third option on that. I mean, bro, right option. now, all right, bro. You might be right. All right, straight. No, 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 no. You're not going to skip me. We're going to continue this shit because we're going to bury this shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, JJ, because I'm, I'm sorry. You not, we not, we not skipping past this part, JJ. I got a whole lot of battery power today, JJ. You're going to listen, bro. 1994, Houston Rockets, New York Knicks. What option is Jalen Brunson or Julius Randle or any one of these two teams? On the Rockets, they had – who was on that team on the right? It was Hakeem, of course, and who else, bro? Kenny – like, bro, I think Brunson could be a third option on that team. Oh, yeah? Second option on that team. Third, third option. I'm bugging. Oh, third option. Oh, he – Fam, he wouldn't. He couldn't play defense. That's one of the greatest defensive teams ever. We got to skip I mean, that bro, one, too. I mean, bro, I think I think he would be a better defender in the nineties, bro. Oh, that's just me. No, no, no. He, because, bro, he ain't a good bro. The game was more physical back then, bro. He's he's him. All right, player. no, that's a good point. Now I'm I'm gonna give you that point. But then now, because I'm a little older than y'all, let me let me give y'all context. Back then, you murdered perimeter players. Derek Harper would have his whole fucking elbow and forearm in Jalen Brunson's chest. And there is no foul call. There's no flapping his head and getting no foul call. All of that is. So he's nice now in an era where you can't impede the perimeter players from pretty much doing anything. He's nothing in that era, my guy. Nothing. He's a bench player and you say, hey, come out, maybe hit a couple shots and shit. You know what I mean? He's not who he is then what he is now. That's just context. And I'm not knocking you. I'm just giving you context. So, hey, so, I mean, with all due respect, JJ, yeah, he's not Jalen Brunson or Julius Randle's not a top. Uh, 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 so, let's go to the next year Houston Rockets, Orlando Magic. We giving Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson the basketball before Shaq or Penny Hardaway. Let's not even talk about sniffing coke, okay? Let's go to the Bruh, next. This year. is you, man. You're the one that's bringing no, 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 because legends I'm, up. <laughs> because I want people to hear the stupid shit that they say when they say, yo, Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle, they could they could win a champion. No, they cannot. Let's go to the very next season after the Houston Rockets versus Orlando Magic. Chicago Bulls, Seattle Sonics. Are we giving the basketball to Jalen Brunson to Gary Payton or Sean Kemp? Let's, let's skip to the next season. I don't even need to bring up the Chicago Bulls. Bulls versus Utah Jazz. John Stockton and Carl Malone. Let's poppycock. Very next season. John Stockton, Carl Malone with the Bulls again. Poppycock. 1999. San Antonio Spurs. On what planet are you giving Jalen Brunson and Randall the ball before Tim Duncan and David Robinson? Don't shit me. Go shit your toilet. Um, New York Knicks. In 1999. Now, you might have an argument here, but Allen Houston and Sprewell and those guys. They Dr. they not getting no rock before them two dudes. The, 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 no. So, no, not at all. So, we showing respect to the 1990 team, 1999 team. It's poppycock. So, let's go to 2000. The 2000 Lakers or the Indiana Pacers. We know damn well Shaq and Kobe. We know damn well that Indiana's Pacers, what team they had. Reggie Miller. Come on now. Who's getting the ball before? Re Come on now. Let's go to the very next season. Philadelphia 76ers. You got Allen Iverson versus Shaq and Kobe. Okay, Jalen Brunson might be the second option on that team. That's, the, that's, that's one team in the past decade that I've seen. 11 years. Jalen Brunson gets the ball over Aaron McKee and Eric Snow. 
and Dikembe Mutombo at 34 years old? That's what you got for me? Okay, let's go to the very next season. Los Angeles, Los Angeles Lakers, New Jersey Nets. There's no planet where I'm giving Jalen Brunson the ball before a prime Jason Kidd. Kenyon Martin. Let's stop the madness. Richard Jefferson, let's stop the madness. Let's stop it. Shit, Kerry Kittles. <laughs> Keep it up. Let's stop the madness. Let's go. All right, man. I'm going to stop the madness, bro. But let me – I, I got I to be able to dispute your shit, man, when, when you're done, bro. Okay. You. Okay, so so let's go to the very next season. San Antonio Spurs, New Jersey Nets. We just brought up the New Jersey Nets with Jason Kidd and those boys. Do we have to bring up the Spurs again with Manu, with, Gino- with fucking Ginobili, Tony Parker? You got Tim Duncan. Let's stop the bullshit. Let's go to the very next season. Detroit Pistons and Los Angeles Lakers. There's no planet where I'm giving Jalen Brunson the ball before Big Shot Bob. Chauncey Billups. There's no planet where I trust Julius Randle before I trust Rasheed Wallace or Ben Wallace. It's no planet. Rip Hamilton. It's no planet. Y'all got to be respectful of these championship teams. The Knicks is so far, far away from a championship as I'm reading this shit, bro. They are so far away, bro. They are so far away, bro. They, they are further than I expected. Then the very next season, San Antonio Spurs, this is 2005, San Antonio Spurs, Detroit Pistons. They're not top two options on either team. So let's go to the very next season after that. Oh, Miami Heat, 2006 versus the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas got Dirk Nowitzki. Outside of Dirk Nowitzki, I'm not giving the ball to Julius Randle before Michael Finley. I'm sure, or, or, or Josh Harris. I'm not giving the ball before those dudes. Those dudes was dogs. Miami Heat, I'm not giving the ball to Jalen Brunson before Dwayne Wade, Shaquille O'Neal. What are, you, what are we talking about here? What are we talking y- Y'all don't want championships. Y'all dudes want to be entertained. Let's go to 2007, the San Antonio Spurs with LeBron King James. LeBron second King Second option on that team. You second option on that team. Oh, over Mo Pete? Yes, bro. Yes. And that, uh, I think he's a better scorer than Mo P, bro. You know why the your ball is so Mo low. Williams. Mo, Mo Williams. I don't know why he said your Mo ball, P. That's how great LeBron James is. Your ball is so low. The only person you can give me a legit argument for, and I just gave you 15 years of I can give you a legit argument is for Mo P. I can Mo Peterson. Multiple ones, bro. I'm just letting no, you go. No, no, Mo Peterson? Mo Peterson or Jalen Brunson? Mo Williams. Mo Williams and Jalen Brunson. Up your fucking standards, man. Okay, okay. Let's go to next team, right? San Antonio. I mean, no, now it's Boston Celtics versus Los Angeles Lakers. On what planet? Rajon Rondo, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce going against. Kobe Bryant and Pau Gasol. I'm not even giving fronts of the ball before Derek Fisher. I thought I watched Derek Fisher win the Lakers a couple of championships. You dudes better stop fucking talking to me about this win championship bullshit. Y'all making me mad. I'm about to spit on y'all fucking aspirations. All right, bro. No, 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 no. no. You gonna wait. You gonna wait because y'all getting a basketball knowledge ass kicking right now. Shout out to Ari. I appreciate you. You gonna wait until I'm done with this sermon. My battery is charged right now. Boston Celtics, neither Jalen Brunson, none of these dudes is championship options. So let's go to the next. Let's go to the next team. Let's go to the next team. Who's the next team? So now you got 
So now you got 2009 Los Angeles Lakers, Orlando Magic. On what planet am I giving the basketball to Julius Randle before I give it to Ray for Austin? Ray for Austin played in the Rucker Park. I'm not giving Randle the ball before. Yo, that's played South Side right there, and that that idiot fucking Van Gundy benched him and and cost all. Hey, I know he benched. I know he benched him. That is a fact. That's the reason why Orlando lost that finals. Because he benched Rafa Austin for Jermaine Nelson. Jermaine Nelson was getting killed. Anybody who watched basketball knows that, bro. You know I know that. So if that's the case, what player am I giving? Oh, okay, Brunson might be the championship three option on Orlando in 2009. But he's not no top three option on the Los Angeles Lakers in 2009. I'm so sorry, fellas. Julius Randle not neither. That's why I'm not bringing up his name. 2010, Los Angeles Lakers, Boston Celtics. We all know we just went over those teams. Randall Brunson will not be top two championship options on those teams. So let's go to 2011, Dallas Mavericks, Miami Heat. Is Julius Randall going to be a top option over Chris Bosh, LeBron James, D-Wade? Is Julius Randall or Brunson going to be a top option over Dirk Nowitzki? Prime Jason Kidd? Did we see what Jason Terry did that finals? Are we sure we're going to take playoff Brunson over playoff Jason Terry? Are we sure? Are we sure with the end sure? That's what my man from 118th used to say. Are you sure with the end sure? Dip no, dip no. Are you sure with the end sure? That somebody will, will will be a top three option on either of those teams. They will not. You're getting a basketball knowledge ass kicking right now. So let's go to 2012. Not, no, 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 no. Let's go to 2012. We're not going to talk about Miami because Chris Bosh, D Wade, LeBron, they're the top three option. So so is Randall or Brunson a top three option over KD, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook? No, they are not. Nobody's arguing that, man. Yo, if you don't, yo, James Harden had 10 straight 30-point games off the bench that season. Whatever coke you sniff, I need a bump of that. What, bro? I just said nobody's I, arguing that, bro. I, I, I need a bump of that. Oh, I'm just making sure. I'm making you sure you staying. I'm making sure you staying on your toes. Make, <laughs> yo, bro. Make it. So, so, well, hold on. So, you now that you know Brunson would not be a top D option with James Harden, uh, 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 Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant on that OKC team, we're not going to talk about the Miami Heat team because that's Chris Martin, James, and D Wade. Let's go to the very next season. Let's ignore Miami, San Antonio Spurs. What can ignore op- San Antonio too? Man. Hold, on, hold on, what option is Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle on that 2013 San Antonio Spurs team? Over Ka- Kawhi, the Claw, Tim Duncan, Tony Parker at the four championships. Man, bro, what play? You saying man? You, you forgot Manu, son. You, you just, just, like, just fucking bro, forget Genova. Like right now, man, I just feel like you going going in circles, bro. No, 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 like, no, 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 no. I feel like I'm going in circles because you're not understanding what a championship team is, and you will not, little homie. Me, I'm the big homie. You're gonna listen to the big homie right now. You're getting a basketball knowledge ass kicking right now. Because I've just labeled, I just named 20 years versus NBA champions. 
and only one team in 20 years, Jalen Brunson or Julius Randle, will be at the top of the option. Randle is no option on none of those teams. We only had Brunson for one, and that was the 2009 Orlando Magic. That is pathetic. So, JJ, you will finish getting this basketball knowledge ass-kicking. Let's continue. 2014, Kawada Claw, Tim Duncan, Tony Parker. You got Miami Heat again. I'm not going to mention Miami Heat. Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle will not be a top two option on either said team. Let's go to 2015. Let's go to 2015. Hey, what's up, brother? Let's go to 2015. Now, in 2015, you got Curry. You got Klay Thompson. You got Draymond Green. You know, what? who, who getting the ball over those top three options? Stop your nonsense, Nick Vance. Stop your nonsense. Curry's a generational talent. Stop your nonsense. It was a guy yesterday on Twitter Spaces who had the nerve to compare Jalen Brunson to Steph Curry. What are we talking about here? Do we do drugs? Do I need to administer one of you dudes to my hospital where I work at? Yo, was that the president of the rugby team, bro? Who said that shit? Yo, yo, I, I was in college, right? And the captain of the rugby team, he was a big drug dealer. He was a cool, cool dude, too. He's white dude, cool dude. Love my white boys. I go in the rugby crib. You know, we try and get some weed and all that. It's college, man. I'm 18, man. I'm not used to, you know, I'm used to the coke and all that. Like, I've been around my man. He had the dust in the freezer and all that. Like, I, I, I don't mind that. But when I walk in the room, you know, the rugby dude, he's like, yo, what's up, bro? Yo, yo, what's up, bro? I need a dub, man. What's up, man? He's like, all right, bro. The man took a bump, sniffed it off his fist. Sniffed it. I'm 18. He sniffed it. I'm like, oh, that's what they do in college. That's what they do in here. And I'm looking in amazement. I'm like, oh, word two. Yo, South, I swear to God, the, 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 the captain of the rugby team, he took a bump right off his fist, bro. Oh, God. I know I ain't lying about that. That shit was crazy, bro. That's not what I do. That's, it. that's, that's, that's not what I do. But I've seen it before. I definitely seen it before. I like to stay in bounds when I when I try to talk mix and I try to be like fair all across the board. Uh, but it's kind of difficult at times when you have a fan base who tries to like we all want to root for wins, but it's hard sometimes, man. It's very aggravating when you try to criticize somebody and somebody wants to criticize you and and I don't know, like should be. It's weird now on Nick's Twitter. I, I will, will, I will not lie about that, man. It's mad weird. Um, I don't understand like a lot of the hate and stuff like that. But you know, we all won a championship, and let's get back to my fucking, my fucking. Uh, uh, bro, uh, what year are you at, bro? Uh, oh yeah, I'm on 2015, brother. All right, bro. 2015. Bro, so, know, so, right, hold on, hold on. The Warriors, man. Hold on. So now that you know, take them out. Randall Brunson would not be a top three option on either these teams, right? Let's go to twenty. Let, let, let's go to twenty sixteen, right? <laughs> Bro, we already talked about the Cavs, man. No, 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 because you're gonna get this shit in your brain. It's like when your moms or your pops no. is talking to you, you don't want to hear that shit. You gonna listen to me, my G. Twenty sixteen, <laughs> yes, no, they not top two options, brother. Twenty seventeen, <laughs> you know, you you know. Jalen Brunson Randall's not 20, 
not no top two options on either the Thunder, I mean, either the Golden State Warriors or the Cleveland Cavaliers. So let's hey, go. stay. I left and came back. What's your end goal right now? No, no, no. My end goal is to get Nick to understand that Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson, if that's your top two options on your said team, do not talk to me about championship aspirations or do not talk to me about getting a guy like Zach Levine to win nothing. On the last nope. 20 years, Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson will never be. Sorry. In the last 20 years, Julian, Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson will never be the top options on either of those teams. So, right, State, I- man. State, bro. Can I, can I, like, can I just, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dispute some of your points, bro. Because I'm sitting over here, man. I ain't going to lie. At first, I had my AirPods out, and then I then I just took them out. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm in I'm in a, you know, I'm in college, bro. So I got I got a room and shit, and yes. we're just laughing at you, bro. For like you know what I'm saying for like ten minutes, because because bro, you're going in circles, man. Nobody ever said that J- Jalen Brunson is the savior, or you know what I'm saying, or is this uh, you know what I'm saying, or is this top point guard of, of this generation? Nobody's saying that shit, bro. My point is, my point, my point, what I'm trying to say is first, uh-huh. Jalen Brunson was last year, technically was a, cha- uh, uh, a second option for a team that had championship aspirations. They didn't get there. They played against a team that ended up winning the championship. You know what I'm saying? That finally got their core together back after freaking making the finals like six years in a row and winning like four chips or three chips in that span. Um, they Are we forgetting what Luka did in the playoffs? Yo, and that's the reason. Why. That's wild. Are we forgetting what Luka did in the playoffs? Hello? Hold up, man. Hold up, bro. Hold up. I, nobody's disputing that Luka is a fucking, you know what I'm saying, as a, as a basketball savant. That's great. Bro. All right. Have a but chance. now that Jalen Brunson has left. Let him land his plane. Now that, now that Jalen Brunson has left Luka, you're finally right. seeing that he is an elite scorer, bro. He's an elite offensive talent, man. You know what I'm saying? Whether you want to believe it or not, telling me anything. So when we get to the playoffs, you will see his elite offensive talent. And if you when we get to the playoffs, they're gonna be running that zone, and we ain't gonna be scoring. That's exactly what's gonna happen, (laughs) bro. Jalen Brunson played in the playoffs. Like I watched that dude, bro. I've been watching this dude for freaking years, bro. So I know how nice this this dude is. I watched him all through college. I watched him in the NBA when nobody knew about him, bro. He was coming off the bench. Rick Carlisle hated playing him because he was too small, according for him. He didn't like playing him. I seen that dude. I seen his craftiness. I seen his offensive talent. And I would, it was always that guy where it's like, you give him more responsibility, he's going to show you that he's actually nice, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that he finally gets that opportunity last year Averages 17, 18 points per game while starting the last freaking 50 games of the season. And he's yo, yo, JJ, JJ, let me, let me let, yo, I heard, I hear your point, right? So, what's your point, man? You are my point is he could get better. That's my point. And my point to you is I watched basketball for 20 years, and I'm telling you that even if he get better, he would still never be a championship one or two option. With that said, you cut me off to, to cut off my point. Let's go to 2018. We know <laughs> Steph Curry, we know KD, and Clay Thompson are championship one, two, and three options, right? What is the championship option that Jalen Brunson and Randall is in? They are none on that team. They are none on the Cleveland Cavaliers. So let's go to 2019 Raptors versus the Warriors, right? 
You get me the Raptors versus the Warriors. Who is the top three options on both sides teams? Um, on the Raptors, you got Kawhi, you got Pascal, and you have Kyle Lowry. Can I ask you a question? Are you giving the ball to Julius Randle in a playoff situation before Pascal Siakam? No, you are not. So stop your bullshit. Stop your not. I mean, yo, but are you forgetting what, what, what Kawhi Leonard did in that playoff? Are you, forget, are you forgetting what Paul, Pascal Siakam did in that playoff? Pascal Siakam was great in that playoff series. But guess what? He, he's playing with Kawhi. Okay. So, yo, isn't that I think that's the point. I think that's the point, my God. I think that's, that's the point. point Guess we what? Jalen Brunson was playing with Luca, so your point previous gets invalid yeah, what you just said, that's the bro. Point. Yeah. Oh, I agree yeah. that we need a Kawhi, bro. I don't understand. I'm not saying that Jalen Brunson is going to be a number one option on a championship team. But like to try to make it seem like this dude can't be a part of the solution is fucking Nobody ridiculous. Said that, bro, this is not bro, that's that's how you make it a scene, bro. Oh, let me say something to you, man. I don't know if you've been infected. With Sean Spaces over there at the Nick Wall. I don't know what other spaces you be in, bro. But we don't do over there oh, do that over here on Nick Spaces, family. We give comfortable takes, we let everybody speak. I don't know where you're getting that information from. So it's confusing for me when you say stuff like that, brother. Very confusing for me, brother. All I'm putting this perspective right now is why I still believe this team is mid. I just went through 20 years. Of teams that has won championships, and you have only named me one team where Jalen Brunson will get the ball. Bro, I didn't watch so many super NBA superstars within the past 23 years, bro. And only but so many superstars win championships, bro. I don't want to be a team that's just here to win, bro. I'm not happy with just I'm not here to just be happy, bro. Like I really want championship. So when you try to tell me things like, oh well. You know, Jalen Brunson, he's great this time. Jalen Brunson is great, but he will never be a top three option on a championship team. So what am I really trying to win here? I think he can. I think he can. And then when you say, oh, well, Brunson was a top option on last year's team. He was a top option on the Mavericks. Okay, he had Luka Doncic, and I always ask you this question. Who was his coach? Mm. He had Jason Kidd, and I always ask you this question. What offense was he in? He was in a five-hour offense. Brother, he is playing under Tom Thibodeau. Under an ISO offense, and when he gets to the playoffs, they're going to scheme him out of the game. That yeah, but that's what. That's what yo, budget, and state, don't bro. forget, everybody wants to forget one side of the ball. They are going to hunt that man ridiculous in the playoffs. They are going to get switches and put big dudes on it to just completely back them down. And in the regular season. Right, where you got, you know, you could play a Detroit one day, then you play, you know, a Clippers the next day or, what, you know, three days later, whatever the case may be. That's all right. In the playoffs, when it's the same dudes just beating up on you, the refs ain't calling, all that flopping shit that he do, it, it looks cute now. In the playoffs, it ain't going to look that cute, man. We, we, we should know that as NBA fans. That's how it is. The regular season is totally different from the playoffs, man. I can dispute this whole claim that you're saying because I've seen them in the playoffs, bro, when they've schemed it. Bro, 
everybody knows that that's Jalen Brunson's game. He likes to isolate, bro. He's one of the elite isolation scorers in the league right now, bro. Just looking at the fucking numbers. Yo, He's yo, one JJ. of the elite isolation scorers in the league right now, bro. That's JJ. what he can but do. But JJ, right? you're not wrong. But the no. offense they ran was different. That spaced the floor. Especially when Mitch comes back, because nobody mentions this. Our offense <laughs> is not that good when Mitch is there. <laughs> this is when Mitch we have no spacing. Tibbs is playing Mitch. Make no mistake about that. He ain't about to be like, he ain't creative enough to be like, nah, let me keep running with, with Hartstein or some shit. He ain't doing that. So Mitch is playing. So That's the bad. floor is getting shrunk. And and we know, since you want to say, let's be real, if we're going to say playoff performance on one hand, then let's apply that to Randall. What did we see Randall do in the playoffs? You have yeah, confidence he's going to do better? You have confidence that he's like I mean, not going to shoot eighteen percent from three point land, like yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, think he, I think he'll be better than what he was. Right, but 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 from where he the man shot eighteen percent from three point line and I under thirty percent from the field. I mean, bro, bro, listen, like, bro. Like, I mean, you know what I mean. So let's keep it real. So don't say Jalen performed and you you betting on him doing that again. I'm betting on Randall shit in the bed because I know okay. when it comes when the games get tight, Randall is going to do dumb shit. I'm saying that JJ, let me ask All you a question. Do you think Julius Randle and uh, Brunson are getting past the Celtics in the next three years? Do I think they're getting past the what? The Celtics in the next three years. Nah, man. Do you think they're getting past the Cavs in the next three years? Amen. What are we doing? Uh, if I get my what, what are we Cavs, doing, bro? Called a homer, bro. Bro, yeah, I didn't even mention the Bucks. I got the best player in yeah, the fucking I mean, planet. Bro. Listen, man. I think the top three of the Eastern Conference, right? I think it's a, I think it's two teams right now that are going to run the Eastern Gun. That's going to be the Bucks and the Celtics. I'm not a big believer the Sixers. Like I think they're going to end up trading Joel. Bro, the Eastern Conference right now, man. Like there's only two teams that are, I would really say for a, for a fact they're going to be here for a while, man. With that same core, you know. So that that's giving other teams a chance, bro. At least, man. To build a team, get trade, make trades, make offseason moves to bring in a better player like Kawhi Leonard. Like you never know when a player like Kawhi Leonard in twenty eighteen was. You never know if that type of player becomes available. Yo, Let's yo, just say he wants to play with the Knicks, bro. Like, yo, you never JJ, know, man. JJ, this is why this is poppycock. What you talking about? <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell is no Kawhi Leonard, and I was still willing to give up multiple unprotected picks and young players for Donovan Mitchell. So what does that tell you how I feel about me wanting the Knicks to make a star trade? I'm not interested in these star trades. Whenever I ask you people about, you know, who's the star, who's the guy you want to get, who's the person that you want to trade for, I never get a direct answer. And we already killed all of y'all narratives about these said star players because one, Zach Levine is clutch, so he would not be a Nick. Two, Carl Anthony Towns hates Tom Thibodeau, so stop mocking Carl Anthony Towns to the Knicks. Three, Anthony Edwards, he's clutch. Stop mocking him to the Knicks. Four, um, Devin Booker, he has Kevin fucking Durant. Why is he leaving there? Five, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Alexander, he has Shaq Holmgren coming next season. And his team got 18 draft picks. On top of the fact his team is not cash. Josh Giddy. And he got Josh Giddy. Why is any one of these guys leaving their situation 
to come to New York for the taxes and the amount of scrutiny they would have and to play off of Randall and Brunson. Why? I can't even correlate. No. I can't even. Yo, with all due respect to Brunson. Fam, and you forgetting to play with Tibbs. Who the yeah. fuck is running here to play with Tibbs? Unless you are a fucking little scrappy. You, Josh Hart dudes would love that because it's like, yeah, I can play defense. I yep. can be scrappy, and he going to yep. let me just stay out there for 35 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Give me the but green. when you a real dude with skill, you know, I ain't even going to mention names. You know what I'm saying? He don't want that. So who, who coming here? Yo, bro, like I said, offense? Man. Look, bro, I mean South, man. South State, bro. Y'all, y'all make y'all points, and y'all, y'all make them. You know, I don't agree with them, but they're good points for your for your case. But to try to make it seem like, you know what I'm saying, like there's no chance that these dudes will want to play with these guys. It's, it's, no it's chance, fucked bro. up, man. No, there's, no. There's, there's a chance. Matter of fact, JJ, JJ, remember the question I asked you yesterday? And the question I asked you was, if you was an agent, would you send your young player to play yeah. for the New York Knicks? And you said yes. And yeah, I asked I said you, yes. what about the New So you didn't say yes? No, I said yes. I said yes. So um, when I asked you why, when you gave me your vague answer, we all told you you was out your fucking mind and you're going to lose money. That's what we told you. There's no planet. What young player wants to play here? If right, bro, so listen, what, you wait, want me to give you a real answer for that? Because I won't give you a real answer for that right now. Please, because if I'm quickly, right. if I'm quickly, no cat. I love quickly. I am. I'm the... The first train out of New York smoking, I'm going. I'm All right, going. so listen, man. Listen, bro. So listen. Let me just let me just tell you my answer, bro. So you so I think young players should want to play in New York. If you if like right now, if you're just looking at the the history of this team, so you got Obi Toppin, who was a top eight overall pick, and Julius Randle goes off literally the same year that this dude gets drafted, man. Nobody predicted it, and the Knicks they gave him an extension, bro. At that time... Bro, wait, hold on. Let me stop you right there. We drew, Yo, we drafted Obi a year after getting Julius Randle. So what you just said to me is bullshit because they should have traded Randle after they drafted Obi Toppin. So now okay, you just put shit on top of shit on top of shit to try to prove your point. No, man. I'm trying to... I'm trying, I'm trying to explain. I'm trying to bring up their past in order to prove my point. You know, you're not even letting me finish That's it, man. Good, brother. You're not even letting me finish, bro. So let me finish real quick, bro. And then I'm a, you know what I'm saying? Then you can, you can dispute, go ahead. you know? Go ahead, go ahead, Jay. So, um, yeah, bro, they drafted Obi Toppin, bro. And then they gave an extension to Randall. They also drafted quickly. They gave quickly. The minute he came into the, into onto this team, they gave him a chance to, you know, win rotational minutes, bro. Immediately, instantly came into onto this team and was a staple in, in the rotation, bro. Immediately. You know what I'm saying? And, bro, all through his struggles, man, I didn't comment on Twitter last year, early last year, in, you know, maybe like October, November, like, you know, early in the season, last season with Kemba and all them and all them players. I seen people on this app daily, Knicks fans, yo, we need a bench quickly. We need to put in Quentin Grimes for quickly. He's struggling. He, he's this and that, bro. And he was going through slumps after slumps after slumps. And I and his minutes per game were never changing. He was playing point, 23. JJ. Yo, you're proving my point, bro. You're only proving my point, bro. How am I proving my point? point? How am I proving your point, bro? Because Hold on, let him cook, son. Let, let JJ finish. Let, let, let him just, yeah, let him get his thought out. All right. 
So, bro, I mean, because when you're saying that, that if you're quickly, you would just, you know, jump ship, you know, because I guess I'm guessing your point, because this is what you're going to do. This is what you guys are going to say is that they started Alex Burks over him. And, uh, you know, your points are validated, man. They started Alex Burks over him. I didn't agree with it, but quickly was still playing a lot of minutes, even though he wasn't starting over Alec Burks. He was still playing 27 minutes during that stretch. Quickly, bro, was averaging eight points per game on like 30, on mid 30% shooting, bro, for up until like fucking March last year, man. And he was still averaging 25, 26 minutes per game. Tom Thibodeau gives this man the green light to shoot from wherever the fuck he wants, whenever the fuck he wants. You know what I'm saying? He's empowered the dude, bro. You know, like, he came into this, he came onto the team, Tom Thibodeau gave him full reign, bro. I've seen him on the court with Quit, with um Brunson, with Randall, with Barrett, and he's still, he's still, you'll still have the ball in his hand sometimes. He'll still be able to take whatever shots he wants. You know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll, they'll give it to him with six seconds left. They have trust in him. You know, so he's a staple of the team, bro. So, like, to me, when you're saying shit, like, quickly, He's a young player, and they, they've given him minutes. They're letting him, you know, go through his struggles as a young player. They're letting RJ go through his struggles as a young player, bro. He's averaging 37 minutes per game, and he's, and, he, and he's playing like trash. He hasn't shot over 44% from the field in his NBA career, bro, and he's played 35 minutes per game every year of his career, bro. That's not letting a dude go through his struggles, bro. You're bringing up Obi Toppin. You bring up Cam Reddish. Those are your only two players, bro, that you can tell me that these guys haven't been given an opportunity to uh, to, to play. And even Obi Toppin, yeah, he hasn't been given an opportunity. But, like, bro, you watch him play, and if he was a better rebounder, if he was a better defender, then I'm pretty sure you will be able to see him and Randall on the court together, bro. I promise you that. If he was a better rebounder, if I haven't seen this dude no, get boxed out by no, points, no, no, bro. Yo, Jay, I love you. I love you, man. That point you just said is bullshit, man. I got cut it's you. Bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> That's the only one, though. That's the only one. He's he no, he was, he he was cooking for a minute. I ain't going to lie. Uh, all right. As long as you knew you was just about to say some bullshit, I can respect <laughs> I can respect You know damn Tibbs ain't playing them together. And, 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 and last, and I'll let you keep cooking. Like, I like what you're saying. And respectfully, I still disagree with what you're saying. Only because the coach is a fucking maniac and I can't trust him to put players in the best positions to succeed. If you're a Knicks fan and you love Jalen Brunson shooting 20-plus shots per game, that's your prerogative. I'm not going to say nothing about your prerogative, but don't come under my tweet when I'm complaining about my point guard shooting 20-plus shots and you ain't helped me pay a lick of rent this month. That's my only beef with things when it comes to certain Nah, bro. I mean, bro, like, I mean, to me, man, when you're bringing up these young players, bro, like, first of all, man, if I just look at all these young players that's been on this team, like, that that these guys... Oh, 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 this is the question. Hold on, JJ. This is the question that I had in my mind. It just came back to my mind. You talk about Quickly's development. Why did Thibodeau start Alfred Payton for a whole season straight? And why, after that season, he started Alec Burks and then lied to the fan base and said, yeah, he's the... Alec, Alec Burks is the only option that we have. But then what makes it even more alive is Emmanuel Quickly is exclusively playing the backup point guard role this season. So why should I even trust this man or trust the Knicks to do good business? On top of the fact 
I asked you yesterday too about if you was an agent, would you send your young player to the Knicks? You said yes. Then you said, oh, you know, the Knicks are building something special. So you will risk your agent losing millions of dollars. Millions. Because that's literally what Tibbs cost a lot of these young players. Cost them millions of dollars. So you will risk taking a loss for your fandom just so that the said player could go play for the Knicks? Come on, JJ. I need better from you, man. No way I mean, I'm my young player to the Knicks, man. Not I mean, under bro, those right th- now. Right now, bro, current like right now, currently in twenty twenty three with this roster, probably not. But if you just talk just because of like this team is kind of so, so packed with probably, a bunch of players. Can't t- hold on. If it's probably not, we can't talk about getting said young players in the draft and all of that. No, nah, but it's not the same reason as your as 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 yours though. That's okay. the thing. Your yours is that you're making it seem like this team won't prioritize these guys and shit. Bro, no, they, they, they don't. Wanted to, they wanted to play Miles McBride, bro. They're drafting and and they played them over Cam Reddish. That's exactly what they did. And no, they didn't. Right. They didn't want to. Tiz wanted to screw Cam, man. That's a that's a yeah, different situation. We can't really. So why didn't he that play Derrick Rose? Why didn't he play D Rose? He could have played D Rose. Derrick Rose, Rose is Derrick gone, bro. Play shit. He, he just he just want to chill and collect checks right Derrick now. Derrick Rose is on the Dennis Hasman type vibe. Yo, by the way, bro, this this conversation got fucking nasty, bro. <laughs> What the fuck, yo? Y'all dudes, man. I don't know what that is. I got my phone in my scrub jacket. Y'all gotta get out the fucking water, man. Get out the water, man. It's only one Aquaman. It's only it's only one Aquaman. The only Aquaman I know is the one from the Spider Man cartoon, man. When he was trying to kidnap Mary Jane and took her across the river to across the East River to some type of oil platform where he tried to drown Spider Man. Come on now. Get your audios together, man. No more Aquamanis. Mo, I don't know. I can't really see. Who's I don't talking. think it's me, but I'm uh, sitting in my car. Nah, that nah. I don't know who that is. Though, but... All right, um, Mo, uh, what's up? Uh, appreciate you joining me. Um, I ran this chase today um, because I've been listening to a lot of fuckery in the last couple of days on Nick's Twitter. Um, some of the takes I've heard so far is bench R.J. Barrett. <laughs> For Josh Hart, um, Josh Hart has Draymond Green passing instincts. Um, Josh Hart could be Jimmy Butler. Um, another egregious, a lot of other egregious things I heard. Quentin Grimes is a great defender when he has a hundred seventeen defensive rating, tied with Jalen Brunson and also tied with R.J. Barrett. So when people talk about defense, I'm going to need y'all to bring up all of these guys. And it's sad because Julius Randle has a 112.8 defensive rating. And I keep bringing this up. So I want people to hold these players accountable equally. Also, can you tell a young man, matter of fact, I'm going to cash out a random Nick fan the next time Quentin Grimes scores 20 points, man. Because this guy keeps going under. He keeps going under. 1.9 points, 5 points, 8 points. What state, man? State, bro. Just like, a quick question for you. Just a quick question for you, man. Yes. Why can't Quentin Grimes is a young player struggling right now, and he's still playing thirty-seven you know minutes why? per game? You know why? You know why? Because the target that Knicks management put on that young man's back, I have a right to continue to say what I say. You held say, that. Can we? Can we ask why? Like I've been listening to you guys for the past two hours, right? And I feel like there's one common what? denominator for everything that's being talked about right now. 
And I think the main yes. problem is Tom Thibodeau. With, with every topic that's being spoken about, to be completely honest, bro, it all starts again from the top going down to the bottom. And people are blaming Brunson and Randall for not being the number one, number two option. People are blaming Quentin Grimes for not playing the right defense. People are blaming blah, 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 all this stuff. I've been listening for the past two hours to you guys. My, my only question after everything that I'm hearing from you guys is, what's the next move? Instead of continuously all of us talk, we, we all talk about the same shit every day. All of us. I'm not saying you. I'm saying all of us. We get on these spaces every day. We have the same conversations. We have the same debates. We bring them up the next day. Uh-huh. And then we keep on talking shit about uh-huh. the same players. We keep on talking shit about the next uh-huh. the same coach. But now my question is for the Knicks fans, what do you see as the next move that has to be made by this next front office? What's the next move that has to be done? You know my move, man. I I, I understand what your move is. So obviously to us, we all want to fire Tibbs, right? Whether, whether it's the 15, 20% that don't want to fire him, so be it uh, defense can ride with him, New York mentality, whatever. I understand that point. But now I want to talk like realistically. Like I understand what we want, but this is not about what we want now. What 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 do we think is going to happen now next with this front office? Realistically, what looks so, like it's going to happen this summer? I, 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 I don't think they know. Yeah. I think after the playoffs, they'll know. Nah, I, I think after the playoffs, I'm going to give it to you light and sweet, man. Pause. Um, RJ is going to be traded for Zach Levine. We are going to go all in on mid. This is going to be another situation like the Timberwolves a couple years ago. We're going to get punched in the first round. And then after we get punched in the first round, somebody's going to have to take the blame. And Tom Taylor is going to take the blame. Then he's going to be fired. After he's fired, we're going to be in another situation. Now we got Jalen Brunson at, at 29 years old. We got Randall at 31. We got Zach Levine at 30. And now we're going to be stuck in the same situation we was in years prior while I'm watching R.J. Barrett on the Bulls or some other team prospering and, and, and watching Reddish on Portland having fun. And I still fucking watch this product for the next four years. It's very what is R.J. Barrett on a championship team in the future, bro? What is it? Is he a second option to state? Is, is R.J. Uh, Barrett a second option to R.J. is 22, bro. On, on he a, has time That's to cool. On Jalen Munson is 25. What's the, what's he, the point? If he reach if he reach the level that I think he could be, I think he'd be a great championship two option. Um, I'm not gonna jump out the window and say one option because I always felt even when we drafted RJ Barrett, I called him Green Lantern for a reason. And the reason why I called him Green Lantern is because I I didn't feel like I, I never felt like he was Batman. I never felt like he was Superman. Like I never felt like. I never got that vibe from him. Right, can I continue him. asking you the questions about him? About all of them, right? So we've seen RJ's best play when he's played with Julius, with uh, with Jalen Brunson alone, while two of them are in the game. We've seen Randall's best play when it's Randall and Brunson, both of them being featured. When all three of them are trying to be featured at the same time, there's always one odd man out. But you've had probably, I'd say, less than a handful of games where all three of them played very well together, right? So now this offseason, don't you think a situation is going to be happening where one player gets moved? And realistically speaking, it's most likely RJ Barrett. He's not one of their clients. He's not one of their own. They have their two CA clients and Randall and Brunson there. Yo, Mo, Mo, Mo. That's stupid. Man. No, I'm, I'm, I want to talk reality now, bro. Not just based off our feelings. I'm going to give you reality. That is one of the most dumbest things I've heard. That's, and that's it's probably 100% going to happen. It's exactly what's going to happen. And when we don't win shit and I'm your age with a big-ass beard like yours, then we'll have this conversation again. Because the Knicks, Knicks team, y'all don't want to win. State, the funniest thing is, State, is that about, about six minutes ago, you just said that the Knicks are going to trade RJ Bear for Zach Levine. And now you're coming at me for basically saying exactly what you just said. 
Yeah, I don't no, think no, no, Mo no. was saying that that's going to happen. I think that's what he's saying. The front office is thinking that. I don't think Mo believes. I'm telling you, this, what's going to happen is that the front office is going to make a move. All right, and I'm telling you, I'm going to be your age with no championship. State, we're the same age. Athlete. State, we're the same age. You make it seem like I'm a 50 no, old man, Steve. But I don't think Zach wants to come here anyways because you remember Tom Thibodeau is the one that traded him from the, uh, the Timberwolves anyways. I don't think Tom wants him on this team. So that, that Zach Levine trade ain't going to happen. You trade him for Jimmy Butler, bro. We, we bring up Not Zach because Davis. It's this, this Knicks Twitter fantasy of player that people want to trade R.J. Barrett for. So that's the reason why I keep bringing up Zach Levine because – Zach Levine is clutch. So why would a clutch client come here? And RJ Barrett's been playing so bad that I've now got these new Twitter abbies who I've never seen. Like, it's certain dudes that never comment on none of my other tweets. Like, you never show me support. You don't never share anything I do. You don't never comment on the You comment under my RJ Barrett tweet just to say the dude is trash. I don't never show, see your tweet anywhere else, bro. That's the shit that is, it bothers me. And it bothers me because I didn't even get this much hate for Julius Randle. So anytime when a journeyman vet comes to the Knicks, Knicks fans shake ass for the vet, Josh Hart ain't nothing special, man. He's cool. He's all right. But he's not real. He's okay. Like, he, he he's cool. Up your standards. Well, bro, people, people like him as a player, man. Like, I, yo, yo, that's not. Yeah, but, yeah, I, like too. I do too, but I, what timeline you watch, bro? But on my timeline, you got people wanting to bench RJ Barrett for Josh Hart. This is type of the, the, the disgusting shit that I gotta read on a daily day basis. I don't really learn a lot of things when I go in other Twitter spaces because I went into a Twitter space the other day and dude literally compared Josh Hart to fucking Draymond Green, bro. Like I like that's sick. No, like th- th- this sick shit that people do is it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yes, I have a right to ask questions. And then people saying, "Oh well, they're gonna trade R.J. Barrett." All right, trade him for who? Who gonna trade him for? The who next star. Tra- the next star, man. Who's, who's the next star? Me. Who's the next star? Look, bro. Like I told no, you. No, I don't want to hear this, bro. Days, I, yo, I swear to God, JJ, if you tell me, look, bro, one more time, man. I am a grown-ass man. I am 33 years old. I want specific answers. I will not allow you to female me, bro. I want a specific answer, bro. If you don't got a specific answer, don't give me no open-ended bullshit. <laughs> Do you take that from the female from the love of your life? No. I tell my shorty, look, listen, I want it straightforward. I don't care if you hurt my feelings. I want to know the truth. I want to know it all. I need it the raw way. Don't give me that bullshit with a condom covering it, man. Come on, now. All right, man. So I, I'll just I'll say it like this. I'll say it like this. I'll say it like this. The next star that becomes available, you Ooh. don't know who it's going to be because this Ooh. is the NBA. Like I said, I don't know who it is going to be. You bro. do know, bro. You play 2K. I play 2K. I watch other teams in the NBA. You watch other teams in the NBA. You can have a grasp, a firm grip on who would be the next star asking out. Who? Because this past week, that list got short. Yeah, Jimmy Butler. It's going to be Jimmy Butler. They don't make the playoff. Oh, if you say Jimmy Butler again, man, I'm going to take my phone out my fucking shirt. (laughs) I swear to God, bro. All right, so what? So what about what about? That's some Nick shit. That's some Nick stuff to, to trade for Jimmy Butler now. 
That is. To Tom Thibodeau, it, it, it sounds like us, right? It do. So can I get a name, please? I mean, you got Cat, you got Zach Levine. Yo, Cat ain't coming here. He just said no Cat talk because Cat hates Tom Thibodeau. Cat had an article like last year, bro, where he kind of disputed that he hated him. Cat hates Tom Thibodeau, bro. You could tell the vibes, bro. Let's stop it, bro. Next. I mean, bro, if you're going to say that, bro, if you're going to say that just because he had a previous time where he didn't, where things didn't go right, that the Knicks can't trade for him, then you're you're shortening the list. Is this I'm pretty sure. I'm, what? Is this company man talk? Are you not blind? Did you not see company man talk? talk? Bro, I'm just saying that there is a chance that he can get traded here. No, bro, there's you, a chance. Nick, bro, what do you don't fucking get? Their relationship not good. Why the fuck you just can't? Yo, I can tell you, young man, because young people. Just the politics yeah. alone won't work. Because if Cat asses out, the Timberwolves are not going to trade him. Timberwolves love Cat. They're not going to trade him to a team he doesn't want to be at. The but Knicks how are going to say Kat's that he team. doesn't want to be there, bro? That's my thing. Are you in this inner circle, bro? Any of y'all in his circle, man? Or y'all just going to assume yo, fan. what you hear in the media? Yo, fam, fam. Cat and Tibbs don't have a relationship, bro. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you not getting that? All right, bro. I, I seen an article like last year, bro. Need um, right now. Article. Hold on. Article written by who? We need, we need sources right now, here. I'll, I'll look for it right now. Bro. Look for it right now. Bet you you won't find it. Uh, I'll look for it right now. All right. But that's why he got fired. At the end of the day, not the only reason why he got fired, but that's one of the reasons Tom Thibodeau got fired from that. Come on now. You, you like, you trying to make a good point, but no, Cat will not be a Nick. So give me another name. Yeah, Zach Levine is a name, bro. But let me guess, they trade. He traded him, so he can't. So you wouldn't want to play here too. Like, come on, bro. young blood. Young blood. Zach Levine is clutch. Young blood. We don't count clutch clients, man. Give me another name, bro. It's Jericho. The thing Sims is, he is doesn't clutch. understand politics matters in this nah, NBA shit, bro. I understand shit, bro. that politics matters in the NBA, but you're making like Jericho Sims is clutch right now, bro. Why? Why is he? Bro, Jericho Sims got drafted by this team. He's under contract. Unless they trade him, he's not going nowhere. But he's clutch. <laughs> does not, his clutch ass gonna be on that clutch bench when Mitchell Robinson come back. So give me another name. I said Zach Levine, bro. I said I said no. Cole Zach Levine Towns. is a dub. He's clutch. Go ahead. Carl Anthony Towns is a dub too, right? Because he doesn't. They don't like him. Right? He said he don't like Tom Thibodeau, and I got all. But he's CAA. He's CAA, that, so is that not there? Who? He's not CAA. The only way Cat comes on his team is Tom Thibodeau gets fired. I can agree with that. If Tom gets fired, Cat can come to this team. Other than that, if Tom's still on this team, it ain't happening. Hold up, man. I, I, let me look for this article, bro, because... No, you need to. What's the next star? Because you've been getting asked about this for about an hour. You still didn't give me a fucking good answer. Joel Embiid, bro. Yo, yo, yo. Let me say something <laughs> about Joel Embiid, man. I'm, I'm Ghanaian. Right, Joel Embiid is probably one of the softest Africans I've ever seen in my life, bro. Hey man, Joel I'm African too, man. That's my lost guy. me money. He lost me money in 2019. I think it was Game Five or Game Six versus the Raptors when he sat out a game because his tummy was hurting. His tummy hurt. I got a stomach ache. So now Joel Embiid is too right. soft for you. No, no, no. No, he's injury prone. That's what he is. He's injury prone. That's the. On top of the fact he's soft and he's always hurt, damn near next to the playoffs. I'm soft. Yeah, and also name me the last championship team 
that their best player was a center. <laughs> so, yo, all right, so look. So, tell me, Steve. Tell me this. Because the Knicks are – they've shown you what they want to do, bro. So, at the end of the day, bro, like, you can you can criticize it. You cannot like it. But I'm giving you solutions with names, and you're telling me that this center, man, he's too soft for our team. Yo, so, yo, tell me I'm, a specific star yo, player that you yo, would trade for, man. It's like, not even he doesn't even have to be available. It's not about Joel Embiid. I need you to be smarter than this. I ask you a question. You like to give answers. Like, I'm not your female, bro. Stop giving me open-ended general statements for your answers, bro. I need direct answers, bro. I am not your female. I'm not one of your, I'm not one of your homies on the block, bro. You're going to answer my fucking questions directly, bro. Or you're just not going to be able to answer them. I asked you a simple question. You still give me a Did I not give you names? I gave you Joel Embiid. Bro, and I told Joel Embiid will not win a championship in New York because your team best player cannot be a center. You will not win nothing. No, and look, and then now I'm asking you because I I gave you a name right now that is literally an MVP candidate. And they, like, if this guy became available, bro, I don't know about you, but me, man, I'm trading like you know what to get to get to get him. I'm t- trading whatever. So I'm. Yo, asking, what do you hold on? What are you trading to get Joel Embiid to make this team a contender? What are you trading, bro? All, every single unprotected pick, bro. I would trade for Joel. So destroy our future for a guy that's about to be thirty. In a couple years, got you. Bro. That might Joel not get us a championship. Got Joel you. Joel Embiid is a different breed, bro. So why right? he hasn't won a championship in Philly? As a generational talent, bro. But All right. listen, man. Right. Why, yo, 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 JJ, man, answer the fucking question, man. Why hasn't his team got to the finals so far? Why hasn't his team gotten to the finals so far, bro? So mm-hmm. if I'm just looking through his entire career, man, you had Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, bro, it's just horrible, man. You had okay. him. Okay, continue. His point guard for no, no, no. four Con- years. Continue. Continue. Yeah, I'm continuing. Then last year, you had James Harden, who was literally fat. Come, okay. He was okay. fat. Continue. He was dealing with continue. hamstring injuries. Continue. And now you got this year, bro. This year, they have a chance to win a championship. Can I ask you a they question? They have a legitimate chance. Let me ask you a question. Yo. Yo. No, that's clean. That's clean. Um, for me, um, what's the name? Giannis is not even the closer. Giannis wasn't even the closer for the Bucks. The closer for the Bucks was Chris Kobe Middleton. So this is why I keep asking. Like, I th- yo, I think I think Jalen Brunson could do that, bro. I think so. Oh my! Fuck. I think he could do that, bro. I'm sorry, okay. man. I'm sorry, man. All right. I think he can do that, man. I think if you had Jay, I think Jalen Brunson is that good of an offensive talent. Okay, we'll see. We will. My question to you: This is my last question to you, bro. With this, because like I said, man, I, me and you were never gonna agree on this shit, bro. So I'm, I'm just gonna ask you this last question: You're telling me about Joel Embiid. You're telling me how he's too soft for you. He gets injured a lot and all this shit. And you know, you had, um, somebody said something like. I'm willing to, like, fucking, you know, mortgage our entire future for Joel Embiid. But since the Knicks have shown you their plan and what they want to do, tell me a superstar, a star player. He doesn't have to be available right now. but Because Joel Embiid, man, that's, like, a top, top player. Bro. That's top two player in the NBA right now, bro. Tell me a star player that you would trade for, man. He doesn't have to be available right now, man. Just give me your type of archetype 
type of star that you want type shit. Because you're telling me that centers can't win it. You're telling me that guards can't win it. I've, you've told me that before. So basically all you're saying is that it's Kawhi Leonard type superstar of bust. Yeah, right? a two-way wing who's six seven, who has a seven a seven uh, a seven inch wingspan. Uh, yeah, seven foot wingspan. That's exact. That is the modern NBA right now. Literally, that is the modern NBA right now. Yo, when was the last team? When was the last team that was dominated by a wing that won a championship? Yo, the that, Golden, that has that Golden State Warriors. Are we forgetting about KD, LeBron James, and the Lakers? Are we forgetting about AD and LeBron? What are you talking about, bro? LeBron James is a point guard, bro. Yo. LeBron James is a point guard to me. He's not a wing player, bro. You're telling me about six, eight wings like Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, has he won a chip? Has Paul George won a chip, bro? Jason Tatum could arguably win a chip this Oh, yo, yo. Jay, yo, that take was just so, yo, that take was so horrible. LeBron is a point guard. He's not a wing. Oh, my God. You got to go back to the drone, but I got to mute you for that. That is, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Do better. I need you to do better. Um, all the fucking championship teams from the past, like, 10 years, bro, all of them got wings, bro. LeBron James is a wing. Stephen Curry doesn't win unless Andrew Wiggins makes James... Jason Tatum look like James Posey. You got to show some respect to the wing, bro. Man, I'm showing respect to these players, man. My course, thing, my, when I'm talking about... It's called the bro. That is wrong. What? What's wrong? You are wrong. All right, He's, so listen, bro. My, what I'm trying to say is... When I'm when I'm bringing up wings, man, I'm not really trying to because LeBron James he's a do it all type of player. Bro. LeBron he James is a point, point forward. He's not a point guard. Right. Point bro, forward. Listen, bro, I'm not considering him a, like a wing with Jason Tatum and Paul George. Like those are those are wings. Those are the type of players that he's trying to like kind of you know say you get those type of players and that, those are the only guys that can win championships. You know because he doesn't like because he's told me before that he you know John Morant. He's a short guard. He's not going to be a number one option on a championship team. I'm making sure I have this. You know, I'm not mix, mixing your words. You've said that before, right? Yo, Jabra Morant will never win a championship on a team as him being the one option, doing all that acrobatic flying bullshit. I watched Baron Davis during his prom. I watched Derrick Rose at 21. That shit AI. is AI. No, AI got to the final. I'm sad. Yeah, but he he win. I'm sad to say, but AI. Like, he got there, but... But you know, you got you got a AI was the closest to to do it to be able to do it with AI. Yeah, but look at look at who AI got to the finals with with Eric Snow and those bums. Like people got to show AI some love, man. Jalen Brunson, like I make jokes like Jalen Iverson, but he would never be Allen Iverson. So the yo even yo when Iverson was twenty six years old, go look at his team and go look at his numbers, man. Like. Like it's a different NBA. Like I, I, I want to enjoy my team, but I, I gave y'all mad years of evidence, like of championship one and two options. Like, and then if you want to make the argument that oh a player can grow into that said option, okay, he probably can, but he's not gonna do that under Tom Thibodeau. That shit is not happening under Thibodeau. Absolutely. Well, I don't... all right. So let me let me just say this last one thing, man. That you can. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm dominating this conversation, bro. And, no, you're you not. Know, we're not going to agree. Like, no, nah, I'm saying, like, we're not going to agree on this shit. Like, I'm talking a lot, man. So, there's a lot of people here, bro. So, let me just ask this question real quick. Do you really just want to just... Because 
from what I'm hearing from you, man, and like what I what I always hear from you, man, you just want to blow this team up with the exception of RJ. I don't want to. I don't want to see. That's the stupid shit that bots say to me. So that. Yo, hold up. Look, that's the stupid shit that by oh you want to blow the team up oh you still complaining oh this and no I'm just asking you if that's what you want to do no what I want to do is I want this team to build properly and stop with the stupid dumb shit they got a lot of stupid dumb shit that they do and I don't like it and I don't respect it so for example like giving Josh Hart minutes he don't like how do you give this man minutes you just traded for this man but you didn't gave us all excuses in the world for Cam Reddish about practice and early minutes and all of that time Get the fuck out of here, man. Josh Hart is a better player than Cam Reddish. Josh Hart could be better right now, but in three years, when Cam Reddish is 25, 26, is 30 years old, will Josh Hart still be better than Cam Reddish? I have to ask these questions. I have to ask the question of, and this is the funniest question to me, and I ain't see a lot of Nick podcasters tweet this, but um, if you give Josh Hart (laughs) 15 million, what does that leave with quickly and Obi? That means you're gonna have to trade going, bro. You're gonna have to trade those two. So for you people who shaking ass right now for Josh Hart, no, two of your babies gonna have to go soon. Because if we give Josh Hart 15 million, we're gonna be in a luxury tax. And James Dolan is not paying luxury tax for a team that can't get out of the first round. So you're gonna at, at, like we're gonna have to some at some point like face the truth about Josh Hart. Maybe. You know what's going to happen, though? And yeah. a lot of people don't want to talk about this. Utah wanted Obi. Utah has cap space now. They going to put that money on Obi, and Knicks ain't going to be able to match, and we going to lose Obi for nothing. I already see it happening. We Ooh, either going to lose Obi or quickly for nothing, bro. I already see it happening. Someone's going to spend that money on one of those man. players, and we going to lose them for nothing. Yo, how much How much? Per, right, how much do you think Obi would get from you? You think Utah's giving him $15 million a year? Because that, that's the way you're kind of making it seem. You know, like, oh, we can't match that. I'm no. asking, I'm, I'm, would he get? Would they give him fifteen million dollars a year, bro? No. Yes, they. We can get ten million dollars a year. He can get twelve. I can definitely see that. Off of potential, he can get that. He's shown off of potential. Can... Yes, he's players get paid off of potential age. all the time. He's the same age right now, bro. He's the same age right now. Like he's like twenty six years old, twenty five years old, bro. So if you guys are gonna tell me that, you know, Jalen Brunson, man, he's a championship third option, then why am I paying OB Toppin based off of potential, bro? I, yo, I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. I'll be, yo, I'll be on the other side. Dad, am I wrong on that? Like, you can you can admit if I'm wrong on that. But I believe OB will get paid off potential. Quickly will get paid off potential. Just teams out there that want them, we ain't playing them. It happens all the time. Young players get paid big money to go to a different team. It happens all the time, especially if we're not playing them. Quickly is going to see a strong market. And I think the Knicks actually will lay out money to try to keep him, whether he decides to stay or not. Like, that's going to be a point of preference. But Quickly is going to see a strong market. I don't, I don't see teams right now tripping over themselves to throw $15 million at Obi Toppin. I don't see it. Yeah, quickly and Toppin are not the same case. Quickly is gonna get no. money, bro. But Toppin, bro, telling me that he's gonna get paid fourteen million dollars based off of potential is insane, bro. He's 26, 25 years old, and when you're telling me Jalen Brunson is a locked in to be a championship fourth option, and he's the same age as Obi Toppin, then come on, bro. So why would you, you gotta... draft Obi Toppin? There? I mean, but I wouldn't have drafted Obi Toppin. You know, I would. I I didn't agree with the pick, bro. I, I know this is not a power forward, a starting power forward in the NBA, man. 
Not right now, like he's not coming in like people were trying to say that he was NBA, the most NBA ready prospect. I knew that that was not going to be the case because of his rebounding. He's a good scorer. He's a horrible rebounder, man. Yo, you know why what you're saying is wild bullshit, though? He's a horrible rebounder. Nah, you're talking some bullshit, man. My coach treats him like Jason Capono. Do you even know who Jason Capono is? I know who Jason Capono is, man. He played for the Heat, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Jason Capono was a great three-point shooter. My coach literally has Obi Toppin running from corner to corner three to corner three to corner three. That's one. Two, you got in a down season who was averaging 20, 10, and 5, who you did not trade after the first season here when you drafted Obi Toppin. So there was no way in the hell you was ever going to see Obi Toppin's full potential on this Knicks team under this coach behind Julius Randle. Three, if you knew you was drafting Obi Toppin, a 22-year-old, I realistically, you would want to give that... 23, actually. He was 23 at the time of the draft. But realistically, you would want to give that man mad time to develop on the court. So even if you kept Julius Randle, you could have played him at least 25 minutes per game his first season. You could have played him all those minutes his first season. But you know what, though? We got Julius Randle. We drafted OB8 overall, right? Only for us years later to trade OB Toppin for another journeyman vet to give the journeyman vet $15 million. You mean Cam, not OB. My bad. I mean, we didn't trade Cam. We didn't trade OB Toppin, yeah. We hope we top the star on the team, bro. No, 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 we're training him this summer. He's gone because now oh, you got yeah, Josh yeah, Hart. You got Josh Hart. Oh. I mean, I agree that he's gonna get traded this summer, but I mean, bro, like I said, man, that I don't agree with everything that fucking the front office did, man. I don't agree with that draft pick. I didn't want him to be drafted at that spot for multiple reasons, bro. I didn't know Julius Randle was gonna be that good, but you know, he's a plays a powerful position, bro. And I knew he was just a horrible rebounder at that at that position. And, you know, it's hard to play dudes like that, bro, that can't rebound at that position, bro. It's very hard to play dudes. I think he'll be a solid player, bro. I think, you know, you look at Grant Williams, like that type of player maybe. You know, maybe not as good of a defender, but, you know, offensively the way Grant Williams plays, bro. Yo, I think that that'll be him. He's athletic. Bro, bro. Obi Toppin is athletic, bro. Yo, listen to me. Listen to me. What system Grant Williams playing? All the crazy shit that he does right now. What? what? What what system Grant Williams playing? Play he plays he plays in the Celtics. Man, he plays with uh, Jason Tatum, five out offense. I think right. Oh, not, not, ran not, by not two five, wings. They're not a five out offense though. They're not a because Robert Williams doesn't play. Doesn't shoot threes, bro. Oh, so they got, got Al Horford that can shoot threes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Not five out. They're not a five out offense, man. You always bring up what other players do on other basketball teams, but you never. Yeah. Coach or the offense until I ask you. We are playing under Tom Thibodeau, so we need to play under Tom Thibodeau's rules. You can't just say stuff like, you know, I seen Jalen Brunson last year in the play. Okay. Wait, what's Tom Thibodeau's rules, bro? Huh? What's Tom Thibodeau's rules? So Tom Thibodeau's rules. One, you need to be above 26 years old, and you need to be a player that I signed off on. I don't care how you do in practice. I don't care if you're <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if you're a young boy. As long as I like you and as long as you're above 26 years old, I'm going to play you. Two, I don't care if you scream to the reps. I don't care if you ball hog. I don't care if you do anything on the court. As long as you show me some type of effort, you're going to get your minutes. Three, I don't care if where you're drafted, right? If a vet is playing better than you than that said game, that vet is going to play over you regardless. That's a okay. damn shit. 
Quinn Grimes minutes has gone down since we got Josh Hart. It's a shame. Right. So I can dispute all that, bro. That you no, you cannot man. dispute all of that. Yo, you, you know, I, you know what? I got mute you for that, man. Yo, don't make me mad while I'm at work, right? I don't want you to make me mad. I don't want to curse out the nurses. I don't. You will never dispute to me on my show. Or on any Nick spaces, I better not hear you talk. Go to another Nick spaces. You better keep that shit for for the other spaces, right? You would never dispute on Nick spaces or anybody's show about minutes, about earning minutes, about practice time. You would never lie. You would not come on here and talk about how you can dispute Alfred Payton playing over Emmanuel quickly. I don't give a fuck if quickly quickly average eight points in a month. I don't care if he averaged zero points in a month, bro. I don't give a shit. You play those kids over journeyman vets. You will not give me any excuse like that, bro. I'm not I don't want to hear that, bro. You could tell that to Sean and those dudes. I'm not I'm not listening to that. I'm be I'm gonna keep it funky with you, bro. You're gonna make me mad. You're gonna make me mad trying to explain that to me. Keep it a thousand with you. So you I mean, better bro. go at it with a different angle. You better say something different. <laughs> Bro, to me, man, you're just you're you're stuck in your takes, bro. Well, how you're am I in my takes when the Knicks have haven't proven me otherwise? Because, bro, to uh-huh. start this season out, the Knicks have had you know one of the youngest rotations in the NBA. Oh my, yo, yo, and yo, then, yo, 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 that is a thread company man saying. I don't want to hear that youngest rotation bullshit no more. Josh Hart, we are led by Julius Randle, Josh Hart, and, and Jalen Brunson. They're 26, 27, 28. Don't tell me about the youngest rotation no more. Do not tell me about the youngest rotation no more. Do not tell me about the youngest rotation no more. I don't want to hear that because they are building around Jalen Brunson right now, Randle. So give me another take. You, I don't want to handle that shit no more. Don't tell me company man shit, JJ. Come back again with something better than that. I mean, you you don't like it, but they they got a lot of vets on the bench and they've been playing a lot of young dudes. That's true. I mean, they're definitely building around Julius and Brunson. That's okay, clear. So don't but, tell me about young players. But the, but the rotation is young. The young dudes. The are rotation playing. is young. I, I mean, can't, if you don't if you don't want to hear that, bro. Trade, they tried to trade R.J. Barrett. Sure, a lot of people try but to trade Donovan Mitchell. Oh, okay, okay. So why are you telling me about the youngest rotation now? Why does that because, matter? Because that's what's happening. No, no, no. He could play. He could play Derrick Rose. Yo, that's how he they could fu- give him. He could give him what Quickly's minutes, right? Mm-hmm. He could. He's not. Yo, that- mean, by the way, I'm anti Thibodeau. I think he was a, uh-huh. he was a mistake. He'd fire him tomorrow. I couldn't be happier. And like, I, I don't want to build around Julius, and I don't want to build. Around Brunson because Brunson can't even get on the on the big roller coasters of Six Flags. But like, but you, you know, you have to do that, bro. You have to do that. Bro. I mean, He's not lying though. You can't Wait, go bro. on the Batman coaster. You can't. Yo, I'm confused <laughs> yeah. as to y'all keep telling me about this youngest rotation bullshit. When Leon Rose tried to trade RJ. Mitch and Obi in a deal for Donovan Mitchell this summer. But those for Donovan are Mitchell. Things. For Donovan those Mitchell. Like, bro. Yo, 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 listen. Yeah, top things, 15 though. player in the NBA right now, bro. Yeah, top I, 15 yeah. player in the NBA right now. Why are you telling me about the Knicks having the youngest rotation when yeah. Knicks management tried to trade the kids? They don't give a that's fuck. That's what's happening right now. But yeah, bro. but, 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 but uh, the uh, argument uh, isn't uh, that they weren't trying to trade him. You were uh, just, it seemed like the argument from your side oh with God. the Thibodeau rules is that you couldn't play. Unless you were above a certain age, you have a shorter leash if you're a younger player, basically. And it's true. They do. I mean, like, 
they are playing young dudes. They're young dudes playing significant minutes. I, you know, it's just it may not be in like that's what's happening right now, life, but it is what's happening. <laughs> like nobody's saying that they won't trade. They wouldn't trade RJ. They'll trade some of these young guys for for, for a star player. You know, but that's Donovan Mitchell. That they so why do trade I RJ why do I care now? Why do I care now about y'all saying we have one of the youngest rotations when obviously they're not building through the kids? Nobody's that's telling what's you happening, care. bro. Nobody cares. What's it's not about your feelings. You just do y'all, do y'all, what's happening. Do y'all understand? That's how Knicks management get y'all to confine yourselves to this this box and this mental box. Right? Like, do y'all understand that? Like, bro, what are you talking about, man? Explain that. Yeah, man, it's getting it's getting like, are we going down a YouTube rabbit hole here? Are we going to get conspiracy theorists? So it's not about who tells us what. Oh, what's up, Ruby? So, so we're not talking basketball right now. We're just talking straight narrative, right? You no, mean I don't that, think so. That's what you're talking. I mean, I, we were talking about basketball a second ago. Oh no, nah, we're not talking about basketball right now. Now we get into the narrative. We're switching it. All right, cool. Let's switch it up. So, you mean to tell me that the Knicks drafted Obi Toppin eighth overall? to be Julius Randle's backup for them only years later to trade Obi and trade Emmanuel quickly to make cap room, cap space room for Josh Hart? That's what I They didn't trade Emmanuel quickly yet, though. No, no, that's what's going to happen. Yo, that is good. Why the fuck don't y'all listen? Y'all know what's going to happen. James Dolan is not going into luxury tax trying to I'm pay pretty him. sure they value quickly, but I don't think they're going to trade oh, him just God. to get out of luxury tax. Quickly. Why, they, why was quickly in trade rumors? Bro, what do you mean? Why was quickly in trade rumors, bro? <laughs> he was in trade rumors, but you're acting like they dumped him for fucking. Oh, so I don't why? Know. That's yo, what you're making it seem. Oh, uh, this is like this they're is, gonna James Wiseman dump him because yeah, that's exactly bro, what that happened. Bro, are you listening? I just asked you a question. Why was why was quickly in trade rumors? I'm asking you again. Why was quickly quickly was in quickly was there was rumors that teams were calling about quickly. No, no. That, that, that was, was the rumor. Yes, that was the rumor. Quickly and dump, um, dump quickly with Evan Fournier to get off Evan Fournier's contract. So don't shit me. Go Scotto? shit. You. Michael Scotto said that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Tell me one trade <laughs> that Michael Scotto got right, bro. So, so let me ask you a question. Was was Mark Berman lying when he said Tom Thibodeau never wanted Cam Reddish? He, I mean, he was proven not to be lying, now. So why, so why y'all going to shit me? Yo, go shit y'all toilet, man. I hate when y'all say this, this silly shit like the youngest rotation and all bullshit, man. That's bullshit. But it's not – I don't know. I mean, you hate That's, it, but it's not, it's not not true. And trade rumors no, no, no. happen for two different reasons. Because no, no. either someone wants to, get, wants to get rid of a guy or someone wants to acquire a guy. So that's why, how it works. So why was quickly in trade rumors, but you guys are telling me the Knicks love quickly? Why? Oh, but I don't think we have a window into what the Knicks love and don't love. Like oh, most we, people are just fans. But but to answer your question about yes. trade rumors, yes. trade rumors happen because either a team is thinking about unloading a guy or moving a guy, or so because team or, or because a team wants to acquire a guy. That, so that's how trade Rand- rumors work. So why Julius it happens from both sides. Trade rumors. Why is Julius Randle never in trade rumors? But every young every young Nick player on because this because nobody Julius, Julius Randle was in Randall trade rumors last year. And the Knicks aren't willing to tr- trade him. And he was in trade rumors last year, bro. Last year was arguably summer. his second worst season here. Actually, no, it was his second worst season in the summer, bro. In the summer, bro. I now I got mutual again, man. Yo, 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 state. Can I read the exact quote, bro? I'm so, I'm so, yo, 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 Jake, read the quote, man. Because I can't, yo, JJ, man, you have to stop, man. You're pissing me off. 
What am I doing, bro? I'm just not agreeing with you. That's that's. No, 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 no. no you pissing me off because you're young. You already I admit- can be young, bro. That don't mean that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You don't know. About, you just, no, you know what you're talking about. You just don't know better. It's all. You're young. I you mean, know, bro. What, what does that mean, man? You know what I'm saying? Right. I, yeah, like, yo, JJ, example, fuck all that, bro. I, I Hold on. I got the quote, bro. Because, like, <laughs> no, hold on. I'm, I'm going to just read it. First of all, it's by Fred Katz, not Michael Scotto. So nice try. So he tried um, to. And secondly, and secondly, the quote says, they, being the New York Knicks, also have communicated that they are willing to attach quickly or reddish to Fournier to make a trade work. League sources said. So you just tried to bullshit me. Thank okay. you, Jake. I appreciate I you. I tried to bullshit you. I, you I the bullshit got the quote. I don't want to hear you. That's how I know you're a young boy. You always try to talk while our daughter's talking. Shut the fuck up sometimes, right, man. Bro, you can talk, man. Thank you, man. Shut, shut up sometimes, young blood. Shut up sometimes, man. I don't want to hear you right now. You just tried to lie. And then even if you didn't try to lie, you didn't bring me facts. Jake I mean, how did I try to lie, man? I never said Because I you told me Mike Muscat with the with, with confidence. That it, was, it was not Michael Scott or it was Fred Katz. So why would you say that in the first place? Okay, because that's who I Bagley, thought I got the quote from. Bro. Bigley also reported that other teams are calling Knicks about quickly, right? There was multiple reporters that said right? quickly, bro. So Michael, like different Scott reporters say different things. things. To my head, bro. I hear you from brought different up people. Fred Katz, bro. Congratulations, man. Wow. But so. it is. But that's. But that's how it works. I mean, that's realistically like that's. I don't. I, it might be frustrating, but yo, that's Nick, how it works. Nick, Nick, hold up. One thing that is undeniable is. Emmanuel Quickly's number one man, the one that has been managing all of his shit since he got into the league, went on Twitter. You can pull these tweets. Went on Twitter yeah, yeah, and it. was talking shit about Tom Thibodeau, okay. ironically, during the same time frame. Look, I'm all for disagreeing about the direction. I'm all for disagreeing about what the Knicks should be and should not be doing. Let's not bend, bend facts. When, when things are reported, like, and, and I've already gone on this topic before. People don't actually get paid to sit down and type nonsense into the computer. That they don't. They actually have to do work to to get paid. So so when these things come out, uh, again, it's not it's not one hundred percent fact. Like it's gonna happen. But I don't understand but the disagreement. A, a, right a, now. a, a quote like that says league sources said, as in the Knicks were having conversations with other teams and whoever Fred Katz has connections with, told him that this is what the Knicks have been telling other teams. Because at that point, okay. they, they, they were trying to trade Fournier, right? Yeah, yeah but, but Jake, what month? Ian Bagley also said teams were. I don't understand the, the argument. I was in December. That, that play, the teams want quickly, also. Like I, I don't. I don't mean. I don't understand the. Well, I think my issue Nick, is that the Knicks continue to flip flop. They say, "Oh, we're willing to attach Emmanuel quickly to, you know, uh, Fournier to get off his contract, equating him to a player like Cam Reddish." which they don't give a fuck about. They said Emmanuel quickly or Cam Reddish in that quote. So so which is it? Do you want to trade him to get a salary dump? Or a month later when you change your mind and he's balling out despite not getting opportunity only because Jalen Brunson gets hurt, that you say, oh, he's untouchable. We're not trying to trade him. Bullshit. Well, I mean, it, it could be. How, how, how does that happen within a month? Because that tells me as a front office you have no – Sort of future template. You, you can't think it's you the future. Know, you, you can't you make an assessment. How generally, that stuff actually does happen. Is that like reporters are talking to different members of different teams? Generally, that's yeah. what I said, bro. That's yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. Like, what I, I said. Like I, I think there's a I think there's probably like a division within the front office, and there always has been. That's been pretty well reported on. Just as like who yeah. wants to do what. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely probably people 
in the front office who don't value quickly, and there are guys who do. And so, and, and that's a problem. To, you play, it's, yes, it's, for sure, a problem. It's to for, me, that's listen, a problem. Nobody's, nobody's disagreeing that it's a dis, dis a functional front office. I actually don't even quite know what the disagreement is. Like, I, I don't want to. I don't want to trade quickly. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I I'm, I'm, the, I'm just I saying that's, that. that I, I mean, I mean, I, I, not, I don't. Not feel you, Nick. I feel you. Is what we're saying. Like, I no, just no, uh, no, yeah. So, so, so we agree. I, I but, but, but my issue, Nick. Hold up, Nick. Hold up, Nick. My issue, though. Hold up, Nick. My issue, though, is whenever I have these conversations with people and I say, hey, you know, front office is thinking this front office doing that, this, that or whatever. And they say, oh, well, how do you know that that hasn't happened yet? Or, or you know, like you're just making assumptions about the front office. And then I post the article and I say, yo, check the facts. They're right here. Oh, yeah. you know, people lie about the Knicks. Like, so, so we can't take any information oh, yeah, at all, 100% until it 100% happens. You're just lying. I, but I do think also, I think sometimes in certain arguments, fans especially like to take a, a portion of reportage, a portion of reporting, and apply it uh, to the point they're trying to make. When in reality, the, the Knicks front office has been completely kind of dysfunctional and chaotic. And who knows what they're going to do? Like, I like they clearly were ready to sell off a huge chunk of the team to get Donovan Mitchell until they perceived the price to be a little too high. Uh, at, at times, they've thought well, about well, getting uh, and then again, and then Nick, in, in terms of flip flopping, but, like, but we don't know, right? But but in terms of flip flopping, now in the summer they say Quentin Grimes can't be traded; he's a part of our future, whatever. Now we go trade for Josh Hart, and the first person in the starting unit that gets less minutes is Quentin Grimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like so, 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 which is it? Are we going to prioritize this kid and give him a full year of playing? You know, through the ups and downs for him to develop and be a contributor on this team, or are we going to go to the trade deadline and say, "Hey, Josh Hart, who is basically an inch taller, sped up version of Quentin Grimes, very redundant in their roles." In their hey, roles, hey, yeah, hey, hey, hey we need you to sure. do that. For us in the starting lineup because we're trying to make a run. Like what the well, fuck? Yeah. I listen. I, the Knicks are not the first time to give all types of mixed signals. Like most teams in the league, in fact, like new information, new decisions. It, like it changes from the beginning of the season to the middle of the season to the off season. That's just like that's just a reality of the league. And I understand, so, bro. But, but yo, we're like, not even through half a season yet. by that. I yeah, but. I don't know what to, I don't like. I don't know what to tell you about that. Like that information is is out there, and the Knicks' kind of inability to plot a, like a, a through line and stick with it is, is obvious. Now, also, yeah, and and and, and I a think different place in the beginning of the season than they find themselves at right now. The beginning of the season, I, I do think expectations were. I, I understand, but good teams don't operate like that. Good, good <laughs> thank you. Good teams say, "Hey, no, some good teams too." No, they no, do. No, no, they don't. The, the only the only well, way no, that listen, they change they don't direction do it poorly. The Knicks do it poorly. But I'm saying oh, a name, lot of good teams. Name the teams, Nick. Pivot. Name the teams that operate like the Knicks. Well, I mean, operate like the Knicks is is broad. What I'm saying is the Knicks do it badly. But there are good no teams name that me keep themselves yo, bro, flexible. Nick. Nick. You watch mad basketball, bro. I have NBA TV, bro. If Dip want to unmute himself, he can. Y'all name me the team that trades a first-round pick for a said player and not play them. Name it. Can't, I can't think of one. That's that's like this, – this is the first time I've seen this. I know you can't. Oh, yeah. No, that was hyper-dysfunctional. That's terrible. It was, I mean, it was – And then trade the own first to get rid of him, which and is then even worse. Flip, you really kind of traded two picks to get rid of him, so – 
but no, nobody. I'm not talking about that. I, what I'm saying is there are teams that that change midstream and like see an opportunity and try to pounce on it. Now the Knicks' opportunity that they see is like getting out of the play-in, like hovering around that five-six spot. Like to me, that's not the kind of thing I cash my chips in for. But but like there are teams that definitely alter their plan as the season progresses and and make moves to like fortify because suddenly they think the opportunity is there in a season where you know maybe previously they did not yo, so, yo nick hold, hold on okay. nick nick hold up so so you know what my biggest issue with all this actually by is by the way just for the record fire leon rose i think i do think he's terrible i'm not defending of course nick no no you, you know i fuck like, with you bro you, you know i fuck with you i'm i'm, I'm just having, i'm just playing devil devil's advocate here and i i actually enjoy this conversation but here's my issue here's the biggest issue okay Right now, the way that the Knicks are operating, and wh- whoever got the email at the beginning of the season for se- season ticket holders, they said, oh, we got X amount of young players playing, whatever. Two months ago, everybody was on this app saying, oh, what are you complaining for? The kids are playing. You know, y'all are getting what you want. Okay. How's R.J. Barrett doing right now? How's Quentin Grimes doing? About to get less minutes in a diminished role. How's Obi Toppin doing? How's Cam Reddish doing? Wow. How how how's Deuce, how's Deuce McBride doing? Wow. So 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 here's the who here bears the main issue now. Because his coach is, is unable to develop young talent. He doesn't know how to fucking do it. He Agreed. he thinks he thinks that players come to work to see him instead of get to the court and use a given abilities. He he thinks that that's how that shit works. So my question is if the plan is to go get a Devin Booker, if the plan is to go get fucking Carl Anthony Towns, whoever it is, I don't, I don't really give a shit. If that's the plan, who are you trading that is actually a positive asset on this team that is young, that, that can compare to a deal like Phoenix just did with Al Bridges? Who, who is that player that has that much of a pull that is not already part of this, this, this core? The only valuable players on this team are Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson, if he could be healthy, and he's not, and and shit, Quentin Grimes maybe before he gets benched. So so who are we getting rid of exactly? R.J. Barrett's value is tanking. It's not. It's overall it's bad. I mean, it's very bad for the franchise. They have been setting him up to be the main piece in a deal they have been since the summer so, yeah, so if they don't have the value now, there how are we making them. these trades when we're when we're going out getting josh hart and other players and diminishing roles because we want to make a little playoff push i mean bro we all, I, I, think, I think that's all my assumption would be sorry every giving a strong oh go ahead state Go, you motherfuckers. I said one at a time. I want to hear JJ dip in Nick with one at a time, motherfuckers. All right, so let me let me say it like that. My, my thing is, yo, bro, you go first, bro. I forgot real quick, man. Yo, I like, forgot Emmanuel quickly, too, but, you know, they ain't trying to trade him either, so. <laughs> yo, bro, come on. <laughs> nah, the, the thing about me, yo, Jake is was spitting – for me, um, I like I, I, I like I like my young players. Hey, 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 hold up, and, and Jericho about to be seeing the the bench all the way. He about to be Cam Reddish once Mitch Robinson comes back. Go ahead, State. 
Yeah, so I try to, I'm trying to be careful about what I say, but, you know, I'm kind of scared, man. I'm scared the Knicks is going to go all in on mid. And Jake brought up a good point. Like, RJ Barrett is literally regressing on the Tom Thibodeau. Like, I can't even, I can't even put that on Brunson anymore because Brunson is just doing what Tom Thibodeau is asking him to do of his point guard, shoot the ball 50 million times and, you know, play like Derrick Rose. So that's what Tibbs is asking him to do. But I'm kind of scared, man. I'm kind of worried. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the next move is, man. And when pe- when I hear people say, oh, uh, we're going to trade R.J. Barrett. Trade him for who? Zach Levine? Ew. I will check out I will check out on the Knicks, bro. I do not want to watch R.J. Barrett. I mean, Randall, Zach Levine, and Brunson. With all due respect, like, I don't want to watch that. Like, I will legit check out on the Knicks, respectfully. For for a whole year, I would I would never want to see that, yo. That's disgusting to watch. Why would anybody want to watch that? Yo, oh. state, yo, state. You want to hear something funny, bro? That they are literally holding on to Evan Fournier's eighteen and a half million, so that they can use that as salary filler in a in a star trade this summer. Like that that wouldn't already cost negative value. Like what the fuck? Like, are you serious right now? So, so you're telling me you didn't clear this cap, but you're because you want to try and make a trade with Evan Fournier in it, and that's going to cost an extra first round pick just to put him in the deal, and 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 you don't get off the books of of, of Evan Fournier. You signed this horrible contract, and now you try and trade him in the offseason. Guess what? You got to match that salary, and the Knicks are already projected to be four million into the luxury tax. So y'all keep acting like we're gonna be able to re-sign Emmanuel quickly and re-sign Josh Hart and you know Randall's contracts going up, RJ RJ Barrett's contracts going up. Y'all y'all just wait and see. That's all I gotta say. I mean, we will wait and see, bro. That, that's the whole point of this thing, man. Is that you don't know what's gonna happen in by the summertime, man. I don't think last year during this time, bro, any of us really thought Jalen Brunson was gonna be on this team. Like, you know, maybe you'll say you did because you, you think that they're, that he's their grandson or some shit. But, like, bro, shit is going to change, bro. There's going to be somebody that – there's going to be somebody that becomes available that they can get there. It's just going to happen. Maybe they maybe they pull the trigger. Maybe they don't, bro. Who knows? But, like, I'm going to judge that, bro. I'm going to judge this front office when they make that trade, bro. Until then, man, I'm just, I'm just like, whatever, bro. That's just me right. until they make that trade. JJ, that's their you'll plan. be my age. You'll be my age talking about why the Knicks still haven't made a trade yet. <laughs> but, I mean, they're going to – that's their plan, bro. That's clearly what they want we'll to see. do. We'll see. We'll see. But um, I want to be respectful. Yeah, I've been on this Twitter space since like four or something. I don't remember. But I see that um, Brutus and my guy Smitty's doing a po- uh, uh, pregame show. I want all of y'all to go join those guys. Um, I just wanted to talk some Nick basketball real quick. And obviously, we got a good conversation today. Um, this audio will be out later on. Uh, yo, JJ, I appreciate all you guys, man, for joining me today, man, helping the conversation uh, go, um, helping the audio go. And, and also, these are good for audios, audio conversations because you have to have people who are not talking about the same thing. You got to ask these questions. You got to have these basketball conversations. If we don't have basketball conversations, how the fuck do you know or how do you know or what? how would you know what another Nick fan wants and how another Nick fan wants to build the team, build the team? You probably will learn something. For me, it's always about learning. Uh, 
and and learning is the number one thing for me when it comes to being a Knicks fan. A lot of us is not used to what the Knicks are doing, but as of right now, they're they're, they're showing improvement. Um, maybe I don't like Randall and Brunson as my first two options, but that's what we have right now. Um, so appreciate all you guys. Appreciate Knicks spaces. Peace and blessings. Please go to the Smitty and Brutus Knicks spaces right now. Peace and blessings. Later. While everybody.